0: Classical music written by a bunch of straight Austro-German church-going white guys exalts us individually as as, as well as collectively. And who, may I ask, gets to decide that?
1: Out of all the films to earn Oscar buzz this year, Tar has managed to get an impressive amount. One of the reasons is that Todd Field, the movie's writer and director, has returned to the big screen after a 16-year hiatus from both acting and directing. Todd Field was originally an actor, who got a star cast in Woody Allen's Radio Days. He was cast in many projects in the 90s and early 2000s, including Carl Franklin's Eye of the Eagles 2, Eyes Wide Shut, and Victor Nunez's Ruby in Paradise.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Okay. Well, I'm on my way right now. Okay, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. What is this? It's the name of a Beethoven opera, isn't it?
1: <laughs> then in 2001, Todd Field cashed in to make his directorial debut with In the Bedroom. In the Bedroom starred Sissy Spacek and Tom Wilkinson as two parents in Maine, whose son Frank is about to go back to finish college. Frank falls in love with an older divorced woman, played by Marissa Tomei, with a violent ex-husband who stalks her and breaks into her house. During the break-in, Frank is shot and killed with a handgun, leaving his parents to grapple with his murder. During the editing process, Todd got into a prolonged battle with Harvey Weinstein to get the film edited the way he wanted. Todd's next film came in 2006, with Little Children. It starred Kate Winslet and Patrick Wilson as married neighbors who have an affair.
4: Sexual tension is an elusive thing, but Kathy had pretty good radar for it. It was like someone had turned a knob a hair to the right. And the radio station clicked in so loud and clear, it almost knocked her over.
1: At the Oscars, Kate Winslet and Jack Earl Haley got nominated for their performances, as did the screenplay, which Todd co-wrote with Tom Perota, the novelist you may remember from our election episode. Then Todd Field disappeared for 16 years. Despite both films getting huge acclaim and critics begging him to return, no project Tom pitched got out of development hell.
4: What's the big mystery?
1: Hey, man. I just played the piano. The second reason this film is everywhere is Kate Blanchett's performance. Now, can we agree on two pieces of observation? One, that
0: Anna was born in Iceland, and two, that she is, in a I don't know, Waldorf teacher kind of way, a super hot young woman. Show of hands. All right, now let's turn our gaze back to the piano bench up there and see if we can square how any of those things possibly relate to the person we see seated before us.
1: Kate Blanchett is the star, anchor, and subject of Tar, as the titular Lydia Tar. Lydia is a composer, writer, EGOT winner, but foremost to the story, she is the first female conductor at the Berlin Philharmonic.
4: You told us a moment ago that your discovery takes place in rehearsal. When will that process begin again for you? We start on Monday. Immediately. Mm.
0: With this one, it really is about trying to read the tea leaves of, of Mahler's intention.
1: She is, as she calls it, a U-Haul lesbian, a joke embodied by her wife and first cheerleader Sharon, with whom she shares a daughter Petra, who's adopted, and having a hard time fitting in at her German school because of her ethnicity.
0: Dann kriege ich dich. Und wenn du irgendeinem Erwachsenen erzählst, was ich dir gerade gesagt habe, wird dir keine glauben, weil ich nämlich erwachsen bin.
1: Pete Blanchett, I think, is equally impressive as a person. She has received countless award nominations for her acting, starred in over twenty stage plays, and is considered one of the greatest actresses of her generation. Lydia Tarr is a genius and is treated as such which also means that the people around her, including her assistant Francesca, played by the French actress Noémie Merlant, this time without an easel and brushes, put up with Lydia's complicated life and personality, which we learn has included multiple affairs with young women who have come into her orbit, including at the Accordion Fellowship. One of the women, who Lydia spurned and then attempted to push out of the world of orchestras, Christia Taylor, ends up killing herself after repeatedly trying to contact Lydia. This opens a lawsuit as Christia's parents blame the affair for her death.
2: Is there anything I could
0: show you that might help refresh your recollection? Any documents such as Emails from you or your personal assistant, Miss Lantini, that I'd help you
4: recall what you did and didn't say.
1: The walls close in, and Lydia's downfall happens quickly, as allegations compound and her marriage and career fall apart. Tar is Todd Field's exploration of cancel culture and the complicated personalities and stories that lurk behind the stories we hear on the news. The third subject that keeps getting discussed is a debate that emerged on whether the third act, the part where Lydia actually gets canceled, is a dream. Theories have emerged that it is. Others disagree, and I'm sure we will get into that tonight. But I will just say, cancel culture truly is out of control. If Twitter is lighting up about the conductor of the Berlin Philharmonic,
0: this is my
2: score. You're confused. That's my score. <laughs> nothing.
1: Anyway, before I introduce the panel, let me say, please like this video and subscribe to the Movie Night Extravaganza YouTube channel. Also, we are now monetized, so if you have any pressing questions during this live show, send us a super chat. We are absolutely obligated by international law, human rights law, to answer it. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movie night extra. All of our after parties are available on there forever. Okay, let me introduce the panel. Janderworld, World, illustrator, book cover artist, comic designer, and artist for Give Them an Argument, co-host of Movie Night Extravaganza, and Bad Takes. Conan Neutron, co-host of Movie Night Extravaganza, host of Britonic Reversal, and frontman for Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends. Renee Rune, host of the Night Shift podcast with friends of show Bonnie Burton. You can find her many, many projects, including Ruin Radio, where she does mixtapes, and her writing at reneerune.com. I, of course, am your Academy Award-nominated host in the supporting role, Forrest Miller. Let's bring out those nominees. (laughs)
5: That one's good. And nominated for best bad girl conductor, we have Kate
1: Blanchett. <laughs> <laughs> She's truly putting the culture in cancel culture.
5: I, I love the idea that uh, that you brought it up in the intro. That the idea that Twitter would be in an outrage over a conductor. It's like, with the like, exception of like Leonard Bernstein. Like, what what famous conductors can you think of in modern history? Yeah. Which, actually makes more sense that there there could be someone that's like oh yeah well she's very controversial but she's very good at what she does and like you know it's you look at someone like who would have think that a writer of a bunch of wizard books would be as controversial as she is well and and she seems (laughs) to have
1: she seems to have a jk rowling slash uh glenn Greenwald like level of uh like she's Literally, just like reading all the tweets that have her name in it, like googling yeah. her name at one point when she's seeing <laughs> if she's canceled. Like, she literally has a, a name searching habit, which uh, you never want to have. Like, if you're if you're controversial, you do not want to have a name searching habit. Sounds you don't scary. want to. Her-
2: <laughs> yeah,
6: I've actually heard that that's very common though. I know I it is. Quite, yeah, uh, quite <laughs> a quite a lot of celebrities who who have addictions and have had to seek help to stop. Like, make no magazines, no media. In their presence because they can't help but look yeah and like (laughs) you you know but um
1: it's funny it's funny at the beginning when she's talking to uh the guy from the new yorker um she literally is like oh i don't read the reviews and then you see the box and it's filled with every review that they've every single yeah yeah, Yeah. exactly
5: (laughs) you know that 90 percent of the time when somebody says that's total bs anyway so i think renee you're hitting on an important point so we're talking about Oh, we talking about the
6: mobile mobile phone footage and how like it's yeah. completely Very cut and and different to what what actually happened in the scene. But my side point was, what's going on with that dude with the legs? that was distracting that's
5: the syndrome totally it's like he's just gyrating and when I rewatched it, I was like how did I miss that before that dude's leg is like going one hundred percent the entire time it's, but it's, it's going the whole time and I don't
6: know whether it's nervous oh. or like yeah I think
1: he's I think he's nervous because uh they're they're recording the whole thing right somewhere I don't know yeah. uh I don't know where yeah. the can because you look around the can the, the classroom is actually pretty empty I don't know who was uh who was the, the video maybe it
6: was, maybe he set the video up because he didn't but seem it, it's to going
1: towards weird. this way, I think.
6: Yeah, true. And then when, when he, backwards when they've got the back when she's touching him. But anyway.
1: Yeah. And um, then edited, edited terribly together. Like you could, it's just Oh not, yeah. Yeah. like, You can tell this is not, uh, you know, this isn't actually how the conversation went. It's like, yeah, you think you can tell Yeah. You, you obviously could. tell. Yeah.
5: But the thing is like a lot of those types of like take down so-and-so gets destroyed, whatever. That's exactly how they are though. And actually that's it, one yeah. of the things I appreciate about it is that it's like very clear. Okay. So I'm going to give you a perfect example. Not only friend of the show, but guest from two episodes ago, Eileen Jones wrote a review of Knock at the, do- at the Door, Knock at the Cabin, whatever it is by uh, it. and she and she didn't care for it. And people are putting a screenshot of the uh, of the review saying like how terrible it is. So much people, oh awful, oh film criticisms is dead, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the screenshot is not from the review. It's like something else entirely. It's like you not do even anything said. It's not even in her voice. It's like literally made up. Somebody just made it up. And it's just out there, and there's like like forty people. Oh, horrible! Like how how do they get off? Blah 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, but that's how it is. It's it's because it's not. A lot of these things, because again, we live in this like this 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 like almost disinformation culture now, where that's like the rule, not the exception. That like to have something like this, like oh, it's a takedown video. They wouldn't put that much effort into it.
1: People don't. Yeah, well, it's like that project. <laughs> they don't right? Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh, so this is so this is a, a video I found uh, that was cut together. <laughs> Funny enough, but it's uh, everybody involved in the in the movie talking about cancel culture. I guess um, they did multiple interviews and somebody like spliced them into a five minute thing on uh, Yahoo Entertainment. But I don't know, I kind of uh, I kind of find this fascinating. Because I, I don't think the movie is, uh like, like I don't think you take something concrete away from it, right? Like, it's, yeah. I mean, it's definitely not, like, a pro, hey, we should cancel more people movie. It's a, you know, people are far more complicated than they appear to be in the beginning kind of movie. But, like, I, I think still, like, uh, it's interesting, you know, that they each have a different takeaway from it.
5: I agree.
4: Yeah, yeah so, cool. If you're here, then you already know who she is. Lydia Tarr is many things. Thank you for joining us, Mike
5: thank you Kate watching tar I got so immersed in the movie there were times where I just forgot I was watching a fictional feature and just thought that Lydia was a real person it was it was that it was that immersive for me did you lose your sense of self in the same way playing this part
0: yes the membrane became quite thin i think because the experience was so intense but it's also to do with the filmmaking todd really from from the beginning conversations he really wanted the um the rehearsal the orchestral rehearsals and i think the film generally to be very much fly on the wall he wanted you to feel like you were not only inside the room with these people but inside the mind and concerns of, of, of the characters, you know, but I felt very alive making the, the, the film. It was really exciting.
5: So, Todd, certainly one of the themes of the movie is that it sort of presents, a, I think, a, a slow motion cancellation from the perspective of someone who, who, who is canceled. Uh, the script is very is deliberately ambiguous about what Lydia may or may not have done. Did you ever have a definitive answer in your own mind as you were writing?
3: The impulse for writing the film was was really about a lot of questions that i have been pondering for a couple of years about power. And, and so that sort of writing the script was sort of an attempt to sort of look at why I was asking those questions. So in, in terms of uh, filling in any narrative certainty, um, the answer is no. Um, it's, it's, it would be completely antithetical to why I wrote the script in the first
7: place. What drew me to the whole story is that there is no judgment. It is kind of vague. But those things are sometimes vague. Of course, we live in this world of social media, that is an added complication, I would say, because you can fake things. So that that is one thing that is I think is an important conversation to have. But there are so many other things to talk about in this film, and what it mainly does is raise questions, so that we all start a conversation about it without having judged already. Kate, a key line to me
0: certainly is when Lydia's teacher uh, says something along the lines of, to be accused is to be guilty
5: uh, in, in this current climate. That seems, mm-hmm. that seems people who are canceled like to believe, but is it for you, is it more about holding people, as Todd said, in positions of power accountable when, 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 when
0: behavior gets tough uh, We live in a world where cancel culture is on everyone's tongue. So of course, when you make a movie now, that is a texture in any movie. That, that is, is, is made. So we, you, it's undeniable. But I think it's much more a meditation on power itself and who is culpable in maintaining those systems of power and what happens to the human beings when they come very close to the flame of power and how complicated that is. And I think that I remember my mother was saying the other night, she said, well, you know, people won't like her. And I said, I think, Mum, they won't want to like her because they do. she does and says and is involved in things that we all do, you know, and we don't like to look at those things in ourselves. And so I think it places the audience in a really kind of startling, breathtaking relationship to themselves and to the world in which they live. Of course it's in the classical music world and she is a, a, a musician extraordinaire, but she could equally have been an architect. Or, or the CEO of a major banking corporation. You know, it's, it's it, and, and I think the fact she's female allows us to have much more nuanced conversations around the nature of power and the corrupting nature of power. Because in a way, she's somebody who has struggled to get where she is, who is incredibly gifted and is now running an institution as much as she is being an artist within that institution and that is a really really complicated place to be and that's what's great about the film the
7: ism or incorporated society of musicians just released a study in which they kind of um, have said that sexual harassment bullying and racism is that it's all-time worst in the classical music industry people feel like if they speak up that they will um, face repercussions or not be rebooked and these um, mind this is an industry in which the vast majority of people are freelancers or self-employed so cannot afford to lose work the release of this film is perfect timing and it just means that people are finally starting to talk about these things and and until we fix this loads and loads of people are going to be or you know freelancers, are going to be vulnerable to these horrific conditions and mm. you know, situations that can arise.
0: It doesn't provide any e- easy answers. I think, I think the best, most exciting thing that we've heard is that people want to go back and see the movie again because there's, it may, it, they, there's so much to talk about. And I think that's really rare. And that's why you need to see it in the cinema because the questions it asks are epic. It's not just a small question about cancel culture. It's much more kind of Greek. I think, than that.
5: They call that asking for the sale, by the way. <laughs> I think what mm-hmm. Kate was doing there. But she's right. I mean, like, I, I definitely got more out of it a uh, second time because when you have an idea of what it is, because when you first start, you're like, what what, what am I watching exactly? I, mean, like, I, I was
8: told this is about creative process.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you're like, oh, it is. But also it's about this other this stuff. And um,
6: yeah. I went in with the, like, the preface that it was, Basically, cancel culture, and then I came out going, "This is very, very minorly about cancel culture, yeah, and more so about um, power and power dynamics, and and also ego, um, you know, and the, you know, the basic, you know, downward spiral of of a human being watching somebody." you know go from you know being at this position to suddenly by essentially their own means but spiraling in, into a crazy descent like that scene when she runs in and like attacks the other composer is fucking yeah. brilliant oh, it's, it's, so, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's the, the guy she yeah. attacks is the guy that uh, bankrolled her which is why yeah. people think- which is why people think that it's a dream, I think, because it's like, oh, well, maybe she's yeah. imagining that that person's replaced her. Yeah. But also, and, it and could then, just be that guy's bought his way in because he's fucking rich. Like,
8: I was yeah. also on her side at that point.
6: Yeah, and even know. with the, the the part where, you know, she's, there's constantly, even within her relationship, we like within her family unit as well, you see there's ego and power. Like even when her child is being picked on yeah the way she deals with that is
5: by threatening a child is, is amazing in and german which you know was i was gonna terrifying. say which i was so glad power. i took german because when yeah. uh when I, when I watched it i was like i was like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs>
6: Damn. yeah like she really <laughs> like uses power and she, you know as as kate said in that interview she's come from somewhere she's got yeah. she's talented and she's gotten up to the top and doesn't want to let it go. And then that's what happens when power engulfs you. And also a lot of like intellectuals and geniuses and things like that tend to be fucking assholes and also, you know, like tend to be that way. And, you know, I like the scene with the classroom where she's confronting that character with the leg, Danny, I think his name is, and saying, well, what hey, the guy
5: with the leg, as we call him, the,
6: leg guy. <laughs> the
1: leg guy." Hey, uh, you know, uh, Tommy legs over there? Hey, why
6: are you doing with your leg I,
1: over I
5: there? Oh, Busy with his leg. And, this
6: guy. Uh, you know, like when she, you know, puts it to Always him, like, with the
1: leg. <laughs>
6: all these different composers, and she's mentioning, you know, these composers, and they're all problematic. And I mean, and if you go yeah. and you look at classical music. And I, I know some people who actually, you know, perform in classical music and that kind of thing. And it, that it is a true depiction of kind of the dynamics and the power play that works within that industry. But like almost all composers going back in time are very problematic. All of yeah. them. Yeah. So and it's, and like, it's you know. interesting.
1: I mean, it's interesting like that, that scene hits so differently when you know that he's setting her up. Just so he yeah. can put together the uh, you know the video yeah. of it because at first you're like you're you're at Juilliard and you're like some kid that wants to be a you know a, a conductor but you don't listen to Bach you know what I mean like or yeah, or yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. exactly you know what I mean like exactly. you're you're whining about that and then you're like oh that's like you know knowing that's gonna set her off like uh, yeah. knowing that well, set man, off it's th- th- like th- a th-
6: deliberate th- kind of yeah. Yeah,
1: so it's kind of it's, a dumb deliberate kind of, thing, but you know, you don't yeah. know your students very well. I think again, well, like if you're so yeah, so
5: so what I would like to say to that is that like what's funny about that is all the points she makes are pretty good. She's just an asshole when she does it.
2: Yeah. 100%, yeah
5: but she's it's not yeah. that she's making bad points or that like she has like a horrible worldview she's just rude and and, and very abrupt and, and coming from a station a position of power and and honestly coming at it from perspective of basically if she had if she would coached it in terms of like well i like this because of this rather than like this is the objective truth then it, yeah. may, it you know that whole scenario would have like played out completely differently but that isn't who she is she is the arbiter of, of, of everything. She is like like again. She keeps you know, is compared constantly to and compares herself to Leonard Bernstein, one of the only yeah. rock star uh, conductors in, in recent history. And and she has you know the to, the goods to back that up. She is talented, but she's yeah. also an asshole. And both of yeah. those things can be true. And it doesn't mean that the art is bad. And that's the thing that I find so reprehensible now is that people are like throw away the art. You know what is it? Love the work, hate the jerk.
2: <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah. yeah well, that, I, that, that's one thing I think we've talked about before, like Conan, the whole like, you know, like the work, but like, you know, now I can't like it because that person went and did yeah. whatever. And um that's something well, that What are you like, gonna be left thought,
5: with? You're gonna be left with nothing. Like you're gonna be yeah. like, I well, mean, a it's a like a lot
6: of people have struggled throughout this whole cancel culture period right. with that and w- and how how do they reconcile like you know someone that they, someone that they admire and love and follow forever and then suddenly is like you know now this person is you know like for example Bill Murray what happened with him I've always loved Bill Murray and then that happened and I went Jesus Christ Bill Murray like fuck like did you have to go and do that like damn it you know like but like you know there's and it's the same with musicians and artists like all throughout time, they've all done problematic things and it's been overlooked or put down to all, but he's a Look genius. At James Brown. I, I, I,
5: I, I love James yeah. Brown. Like one of one of the, the high water marks of like live performance and like yeah. incredible, but I mean, deeply, deeply messed up dude, who did some deeply terrible things. Does yeah, that invalidate exactly. the music? No, no, it doesn't. But like, again, that's like kind of like the thing of our times is that we've somehow now are at a point that the the person doing the, the 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 melding of like the real life person with whatever it is that person does as a creative force mm. is completely inexorably intertwined, whether people want it to be or not. I don't think that's yeah. good. I'm not no, for no. it at all, and, and I don't think anybody asked for it or or like deserves it. <laughs> frankly i mean and I it's was, also uh, interesting
1: about... when it's uh something like classical music right when i mean of course you can find meaning in classical music but like the yeah. the actual person's uh thoughts and feelings are transferable only through sound and through like you know the the space of the sound and what they're taught like What what they say about it later? It's the
5: interpretation of it in itself is is the art. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not it's not like you're uh breathing breathing uh you know sexual assault onto the page. Yeah 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 yeah.
2: yeah.
8: I I was uh, talking to a musician (laughs) this week and he was uh, talking talking to one now, Michael Jackson.
1: Dirty. Uh, Dirty dirty vibrato.
8: No no, different one earlier this week. Uh, But he was talking about how much he 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 deeply loved Michael Jackson, and like he's wrestling with him. Like you don't need to struggle with it. He's dead. Like he's not getting your
5: money. (laughs) yeah yeah i yeah, mean well,
8: thing, like
6: I, I like i say it all the time i like i like his you know like not all of his music but i like majority of it but do i yeah. do i like him as a person no elvis and that's I like okay because it music. used to be that
5: that would, would be a reconcilable position you know? right That and from yeah. but we also able to
6: understand that there's two points and you don't have to agree on both like you can like their music or their art or whatever it is they do and then say but they're a damn asshole like you but know then, like and also
5: would gary glitter yeah. like found I mean, out about like what was up with him it was like well i'm glad i like two songs from that guy because jesus that guy's a yeah great. well there's a. You
6: I know? feel like that's where society that's where i feel that's where society is at that kind of point of where we don't we we're struggling with our own consciousness on at what yeah. level do you disconnect like and i think I was saying to a friend, like, my example of complete disconnection was, um, you know, like the dude from Burzum. I can't.
5: Yes, yes.
6: I can't. Which, right? Uh, James, I can't. For, for
5: Sandy, are, yeah. you, are you familiar? Um, this actually, so, Renee, this would be a good thing to explain for the people that maybe don't know a thing about. Yeah.
6: So, it's but refreshing. Yeah. So, Burzum are a really popular black metal noise kind of band but the the guy um paragon Var- of
5: that field of that subgenre yeah of, that field, one yeah. of the best of and
6: vagvagnus was is the name of the guy and he um was in love with this band called mayhem which is a black metal Nor- norwegian band and eventually he joined as another member and has extreme he's a rich white boy he's also very nationalist and um Homophobic, racist, everything you can think of, and he joins the band, and he's got a big ego and kind of wants to take it over. And he wants, you know, he's the, he's the one that was burning the churches that you always yeah. hear about. When, when
5: you think about, like, yeah, the the punchline of black metal being like, oh, the church burning, it was this guy. This yeah,
6: guy is, that's this guy. That was his bright and idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Rob
5: Zombie wrote a song about it. Anyway, go ahead.
6: Yes, and so yeah, so basically, Varg. Um, Vargle can't, uh, you know. He he, the ego got to him, and he just being who he is. He he had a group of um, followers, whatnot, who did a lot of horrible things, like beat up homopho, like beat up homophobes. Sorry, beat up um, hom- homosexuals. Yeah,
1: like- I was gonna say that doesn't sound like such a bad thing. No, no, let's,
8: let's
6: no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 like stabbing gay guys and encouraging that kind of behavior. Yeah but like, like real
5: proto proud boy stuff basically
6: yeah yeah uh, but essentially the the ending is that he killed the lead singer and the founder of the band yeah. and um he murdered him in cold blood um and he went to jail I mean, went, to,
5: not, went to jail for it
6: yeah yeah not for very long because norway doesn't because in jail. So
5: because
6: long, it's not America yeah. yeah they they put people in jail for like 8 years or whatever yeah. no, even if it's even though it's first degree murder but um he has a compound and a wife with a thousand kids and lots of guns and he yeah. he's been banned from YouTube now um but he would post like terrorist stuff and um you know anti gay and nationalists and like all sorts yeah. of stuff but Real there's right, a lot so. of people who um, in the metal scene, for example, who still walk around wearing Burzum shirts very proudly. Burzum's awesome. And, it's like really, is you know, the kind. best. And I'm like, well, he's actually a murderer. So like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, he's a literal murderer. He literally like, murdered somebody. Yeah, like, and for no, no reason, unprovoked yeah. murder as well. He didn't just
5: incite like, violence, which he also did. He literally murdered yeah. someone himself and was jailed for it. And you're like, yeah, that's good.
6: Yeah, Whatever. and then went to a, trip, I mean it's, a, it's
1: like, a step. I mean, I guess of course because it's uh, Norway or something, but it's like a step above um, Charles Manson, right? Like Charles Manson, yeah. just incited a bunch of yeah. shit, and then yeah, you, you, you can imagine actually, that, like the Norwegian version of Charles Manson would feel way less uh, compunction about actually murdering
5: the person himself. <laughs> this is a good example, Steve. It's a good thing Vincent Gallo yeah, did one decent movie because that guy's he's a douche. Added. <laughs> and, and Buffalo '66 is amazing, and the Brown Bunnies is one, the one worst of them. I seen. love
6: that film, and I have spoken to Vincent Gallo before a uh, couple of course times. course, you, have. I did, right? <laughs> yeah, because a he pretty, likes you pretty girl. Yeah,
2: yeah. exactly.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard, I've heard quite a few stories. Uh, <laughs> but um, they did uh, but... from friends in LA, um, and he's a very interesting man. He says some very bizarre things, but I think yeah. he's on the he was sell- he was selling
5: his sperm for a while, uh, and a lot
6: of this, yeah, and <laughs> but it's, he had uh, to like fill had out a because he <laughs> like... originally he talked about it and it was like he's so I I love it because I think it's hilarious because to me it's like it's a big joke. He's yeah. like buy my sperm, no one's gonna buy his sperm, and he knows that right yeah. and so he's he, it started i don't know almost 20 years ago now so it's been an ongoing like joke for a very long time he just doesn't update his website but um but, he's, but very he's still
5: got the sperm for sale on there yeah exactly. yeah he does
6: yeah. he does yes i'm sure and yeah. m- mention of uh race as well like preferably- yeah well that's because
5: that's the thing it was always qualifying criteria of who could or could not buy yeah the sperm yeah
6: preferably you know yeah. white women blah 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 and um whatnot, which is not great. But yeah, Buffalo Six great film, a Buffalo sixty
5: six is still a great film. It's yeah, just it's still like, still oh, he's not movie. really acting in that. Okay. Got it. And like also, he's actually a total douche.
6: Yeah, from what I've heard, yeah. And um I have some friends who are friends with me who say he's not a douche, he's just out there. But regardless of the point, he didn't kill anyone. He hasn't raped anyone. He hasn't sexually exactly. assaulted anyone. his politics.
5: Um, his politics may be personally reprehensible to my sensibilities, yes, but like he didn't actively things. commit sex crimes or murder anyone no, or anything along those which, lines. which brings us, which brings us back to
1: this movie, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think that you know, none of the stuff if she, if the girl hadn't, uh, I actually say Christia, but her name was Krista. If, if Krista yeah. didn't, uh <laughs> if Krista didn't find the emails, like the parents didn't find the emails and she committed suicide, like there wouldn't have been anything incriminating. Right. Like I, I imagine yeah. that the suit that she's going through is like a libel suit um, for, you know, stopping her career from taking off or something like that, like nothing that she did because they're all like, uh, they're not minors. Right. Like they're, I mean, it's a, it's a power remember, imbalance because yeah. they're all people that rely on her, but you know, they're all like 19, 20 year old girls. Like, so it's it's very yeah. careful that like, it's not something that's probably going to get her thrown in jail. It might get her, you know, moving to uh, the Philippines to score video games or something. For oh my bit, god! But, like yeah. I, I, what an incredible!
6: I love I, that because I was like that. That to me is that like. There's one part of it that's a little bit iffy on the race side, which I've I've seen a couple of people mention, like that you know having to go to. You know, like to an Asian country to direct something for video games is like yeah yeah exactly like I, that's that's considered bottom of the barrel. But but even even but wouldn't so, that be?
1: like you- wouldn't that be bottom of the barrel if if you were I mean if you were a, a class like and she has an egot, so you have to imagine that she's done stage production she's so it's like it's not just classical music like that would probably be the bottom of the barrel for a composer I mean I don't know if the Philippines it's considered,
6: is... it is bottom, it, it is bottom yeah. of the barrel but Yeah. what I loved about it is that she doesn't see it that way like there's a moment where well, she does and yeah. then she walks out and she goes this I am a conductor this is my role and, she and takes she's takes within that situation she turns a shitty situation and she starts yeah. to realize this might be a piece of shit situation, but I've got the power still again. But she's and- the protagonist of her own story. And that and yeah. that's
5: what she's what she's telling herself that like, and again, when you have the, the fact that the whole film is, is, is the lead up to like this is like the biggest it gets for this world, and like she's gonna mm. be doing this thing, and it's the biggest thing in the world. But but then she's like you know, I guess scoring th- for like a live video game thing, like what is that? like I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure what it is, uh, okay. well,
6: is thing? Yeah. yeah. Sure,
5: whatever it is, it's considered Something like you right. know, like a bit of a like a, a joke if you can't like get work doing anything else amongst that. Mm-hmm. But like for her, she I think that comes back to what is often ignored with this film that like she does have a real passion and aptitude for the craft. Yeah, she's very good at what she does. As a yeah. person, she's horrible at being a person, don't get me wrong, but like yeah. she likes doing the work, and that's something I don't think I've seen that in any reviews of it, uh, including the ones I pulled for our bit, uh, I, I, and other than mine, it's, it's like, no, I think that that is what makes it an interesting Indian to me, and why I would feel robbed if the Indian was a dream sequence, frankly. Like, I'm, I don't yeah. think of it as a dream, I, sequ- I, that I thought
6: never occurred you know. to me. And- no, no, I didn't. I read it in a review and went, "What dream sequence?" No, no, what? Come on, fuck out! I, I like, think
1: the one, the one thing that <laughs> uh, people, dream people confused my... by isn't her going to the Philippines. It's when she runs up on the guy and throws him over the, you know. The, really, the you, not, you? I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's a <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's not dream sequence. I'm just saying I think that's the the moment that maybe people had to suspend their disbelief a little bit.
6: A little bit, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, I mean,
1: because the guy is, you know, he's bought his way in, but he's uh, guest conducting, but it's like the guy from the accordion fund. You know what I mean? Like, so that's like, I feel like that's kind of one of those dream things where it's like.
6: And and then, you know, some of the other people that were incredibly (laughs) smug. Mm -mm -mm. You know, like.
5: He does live for the drama. Yeah, it is (laughs) believable. I mean. (laughs) And I do want to
8: say it's great that they put the accordion fund, like, at the beginning. So when the accordion goes off in the third act, when she's like screaming apartment for rent, oh,
2: yeah.
8: um, <laughs> you know, truly Schrodinger's accordion.
2: Dude,
8: uh, like Deeply I, hilarious. I also, I, off
2: I, I,
1: well, yeah, while we're yeah. talking about the cancellation parts of it, I want to point out that. Um, so the first director to hire uh, Todd Field as an actor was Woody Allen. Right. Like he, he saw him in something and, and hired for, him for real. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so he was so he was in radio days. Uh, then yeah. the first person to produce one of his movies, Harvey Weinstein, Um, yeah. and he got into a amazing- that I knew because yeah. Tom
5: Cruise kind of gave him the like here's how you, here's how you deal with Harvey you know yeah like like that mm-hmm. whole thing And so, that's interesting so,
1: but it, it's kind of like uh, and then one of the last interviews he gave before going into his like 16 year hiatus or whatever was with Charlie Rose so it feels like there's a lot of Jesus uh, Christ are you yeah, fucking yeah. kidding me <laughs> he's, he's like the he's like the Grim Reaper of cancellation a little bit but. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah it's like it's like that meme with the with the grim reaper
6: knocking yeah out of that's <laughs> yeah
5: amazing. wow Wow. I mean,
6: <laughs> woody allen is a problematic one for me because yeah. i really i really like woody allen films because because he's and, a great
5: filmmaker he's made so many great films and but he's also
6: was, she gave she gave consent they're not related yeah, yeah. I kind of groomed her film. and that's not cool and yeah. did he like she submitted that she said in many, like they're still married to this he day. She was also like
1: mentally challenged though or developmentally And she said challenged. to this
6: day that like she initiated it first. Like she said that many times that she was, you know, and I know I know it's still problematic but they're still married. Yeah. And I feel like it's um there was consent there. She was of age. And, yeah, I mean, know, it, is, it
1: is definitely kind of it, weird. It's right definitely then.
6: less,
5: I mean, compared to, uh, like, say, um, certain other parties, d- directors who yes. shall remain nameless. Who's yes. covered before? You know, you know, I well, mean, I mean, yeah. well, it, it's,
1: def- it's definitely well, weird Johnson, when you have an interviewer, yeah. uh, when you watch the interviewer ask her, like, you were groomed. And she's like, well, I mean, that's my, like, I'm still married to my husband. Like, that is yeah. definitely a little bit, uh, you know, of a weird. but I, I, I sus. It, it's sus, but, it, like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting, like, to be, like, this just so happened to you. And then to have the person be like, no, it didn't. Like, I'm also
6: <laughs> thinking of the fact that it's Woody Allen. Like, come on. this weedy There's, there's other Woody things,
1: Allen. though, where he may or may not have uh, assaulted his actual kids, though. And uh, Yeah. You know, yeah obviously so that's it, but it gets a but lot it's, not not as
5: it's not as clear-cut as, say, Roman Polanski. I'm just going to name them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, like, no. when Mia Farrow
6: no. went, loony, like, went loony. And yeah. those her children were very young when all this occurred. And yeah. when they split she very much and i'm not like saying i'm on team Allen, but just bit you know i know how like i'm just saying like how the f- dynamics work with a, a husband and a wife splitting up and the wife is in the kid's ear all the time while yeah. they're young saying Working they the ref that together, <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> yeah so, yeah but i mean it <laughs> must
1: have messed up like ronan farrow enough that his entire thing now is bringing down powerful people like it's oh 100 percent
5: yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I think both things can be true though, and that's so that's again not that this is a movie about cancel culture, but I think this movie does a good job of showing both sides of that yes, because yeah, you, you yeah, kind of get it, that like it, it isn't out, exactly
6: it cut and dry. Nothing yeah, it isn't. Cut and dry. Like it
5: isn't that's, exactly that's, as they say about Lydia Tar. It isn't. Yeah, but mm. he has done some really objectively jacked up, horrible things. But also she is being unfairly maligned, but she's also not being maligned enough in other ways. And then also, but still, she is still the top of her field. That has not changed. And again, Mm -hmm. you don't have to care about conducting orchestras to know that she's the top of her field. And that's what I like Mm -hmm. about this. But it's also like, yeah, but if you think about... all these these great conductors uh throughout time right maybe they were pieces of crap too who knows it doesn't matter because nobody thinks about that they think about the art and yeah. that goes back to the the the, the banshees in the Shearing conversation too about what makes a piece of art timeless that transcends like the the personhood of, of the artist too
1: well my so my my thought about it also uh watching this was that um, this entire movie right like if you're what if this was actually happening and-, and if Lydia Tarr was a real person and all you would see is the headline uh you know Wait, this Lydia, is Tar, a Lydia Tarr uh you know <laughs> Brooklyn Brooklyn Philharmonic conductor resigns after grooming allegations or something you know what I mean that's all you yeah, would really yeah. see, yeah, see hey, like yeah. a, a couple so you watch two and a half hours of her insanely complicated life people around her letting her get away with stuff and being complicit in it like including her wife, like, um, you know, uh, and, and her assistant and, you know, people constantly turning on each other and uh, the guy threatening to go public with that information. If she fired him, but she still fires him, like all of this complicated stuff. And he watched two and a half hours Mm -hmm. of it. My, my thought at the end of it was like, this would just be a headline in like the New York post or something like that. You know what I mean? Like this would just be like, except uh, the
5: fact you got to realize that she's like a JK Rowling's like level figure in this world. Yeah. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is when, when somebody gets canceled,
1: when somebody gets canceled, we don't see the two and a half hour long, uh, no yeah, we don't see mama leading up towards it you see i mean there would probably be an expose or something like, but i'm just saying, and, then, like, and then you would see yeah. the same video
5: that gets leaked that's doctored of like the the the, the school uh, the the class right and, and yeah. you would see certain aspects of things come out but yeah people but again remember people remember the accusation not the exoneration
1: that dude really said i'm a bipoc uh pan pan pansexual guy like who who, who the fuck pronounces it like bipoc listen Bi-poc. <laughs> that's when i know I was being set up, to be yeah. honest.
8: BIPOC Yeah. yeah if someone's, somebody, someone's like a
1: college student, they're like, I'm I'm a BIPOC, uh, you know, I'm a BIPOC that hates Bach. I'd be like, but- <laughs> you, you a <laughs> BIPOC that hates Bach, yeah. yeah. The
5: jokes write themselves. But again, if she had just been like even slightly, like less barbed with the humor or like slightly more empathetic or turned it even a little bit more subjectively, like here's why I like this. Here's why I like Bach, and here's why it's interesting to me. Uh, instead of just projecting an objective statement of, like, here's why you are wrong for not liking this, then, uh, I mean, she dug her own hole because he knew that, like, she comes off very much like, you know, the be-all, end-all, uh, you know, arbiter of taste. And mm-hmm. for a good reason. She is the top of the game. She's the top of what she is. She has every reason to be arrogant. Doesn't mean you should be arrogant just because you have a reason to be. And But that's yeah. – what's funny is you don't think about that when that's happening but then when you see like the the video and like you know how just how again how poorly edited it is i love how poorly edited it is because it's that's so how bad. it actually is in real life then it's like it makes you think about that and i think that that's 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 another thing that's like worth mentioning with this film because again she brings it on herself but by the same token it's nuanced and it, it, it's nuanced in a way that like someone can be a quote unquote bad person, but I reject the idea of there being like bad people and good people. Everyone is is a you know a shades yeah, of gray and, and mixed blessing, There's and multitude. we all contain multitudes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh, the the Wagner uh, being a huge anti semite thing is kind of funny because he participated uh, pretty rigorous rigorously in the revolution of eighteen forty eight too. He was actually like on the barricades. Uh, defending, like, you know what I mean? Like defending Germany and trying to unify it into a singular state, which is kind of an interesting Mm -hmm. thing for uh, Hitler to have later been like, yeah, this is, this is our guy. Because it's like, some of it was like, Hitler was the opposite of revolutionary. You know what I mean? Like Hitler was power consolidating itself.
5: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, absolutely.
6: Towering Inferno.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Someone
6: else has mentioned Mozart and, you know, yeah. yeah, Another example. Amadeus. Another example. There's plenty of of examples in past history where very bad things have happened. Like I just saw a thing yesterday of a famous <laughs> a her. very long time ago, um, you know, who had a child bride that was nine years old, and it was just overlooked at the time. Because America's like, you know, some states can you can marry however whatever, you know. And that because man was Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> yeah.
6: Oh God, he creeps me out something chronic. That was Jerry Lee would marry him. That dude needs like like a leash. He needs to now be vetted before he's allowed to date anyone. Like, he
5: he's, have like a company. Well,
8: I mean, like they're going on double dates with high schoolers.
6: Yeah, you know, uh, crazy.
8: Jerry
1: Seinfeld had a girlfriend that was in high school while his show was going on. She was, yeah. uh, she was 16, yeah, 17, that. and he was like 34 and picking her up from the high school. <laughs>
6: yeah. What's the deal yeah. with the age of consent laws?
2: <laughs>
6: well, even I even remember married with children, you know, like the father, you know forgotten his name in the show Uh, up until up like new york is one of the more christina um, ritchie i'm christina ritchie christina applegate at the time of that show oh
5: yeah um uh, al bundy that was
6: yeah him and christina um applegate were dating uh
5: ed o'neill ed o'neill ed
6: o'neill yeah which is you know but one thing i did want to say as well about the coming back to that power thing and using it was like That the example of Francesca. Thank you. I
5: didn't coin it, but thank you. (laughs) you. (laughs) I do think it's a good say. That's uh that's Josh Olson from uh, movies made me and credit where credit's due. Come Um, on the show, Josh.
6: Yeah, no, uh, the uh, the scene Francesca, um, where she essentially kind of you know they're talking all the time about this you know things being transactional all the time. And then what we kind of see is that she actually had an affair with a woman, so we don't know how transactional it was. And then even when they're auditioning people, they're behind screen, she can't see who they are before she picks them until they can't. And, you know, and then she seems to give favourable behaviour, but whether or not it's grooming and what else is going on, we don't know. But with the Krista girl, she had an actual affair. So it's like, we don't, there's a gray area there of what's actually going on. Like if she's having an affair with a consenting adult. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: not, it's not (laughs) grooming because the accordion fund would be uh, girls that are in college. So it wouldn't be necessarily grooming. Um, it's but- not necessarily
5: ethical, but it's not grooming. And for again for a term that's thrown around constantly over like hmm. here's just someone we want to deplatform, we're gonna call them a groomer and we're
6: gonna yeah. like yeah. Skip it. And or the here's a
1: or here's like, the, or here's like a gay it. person existing. And you're like, oh, yeah, look at this exactly. groomer. Right. <laughs>
6: yeah,
2: exactly.
6: But, but like, yeah, mean, grooming
1: is grooming is a very specific set of behaviors um, where it's someone who's a minor, and you're getting them ready to be either uh, you know sexually assaulted or or, or I guess to consent at 18, but like still that. Yeah, Mark you know, Mark, you know, Mark that's that's moment, from right? Red House Painters,
5: he did that, and I've yeah. I. I hate when people are like, "I've never been a fan of that dude. I don't like their music." I was never been a fan of that dude. I don't like that guy's music. But I have a lot of people <laughs> in my friends group who do, and we're devastated by that. I'm like, I'm like, that's because there's no. What? How do you come back from that, right? How do you come back from that and be like, "Hey, guys, has new record." I'm like, cool. Is it about grooming teenagers?
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember uh, when Barry you did that? Because the rest of us do. Marilee <laughs> Lewis groomer, Elvis yeah. groomer, like that
5: is that is true yeah and, and Elvis
6: always did a lot of nasty shit that people don't talk about but anyway that aside my point was no, I mean, nasty shit <laughs> <laughs>
8: Who?
1: Elvis's whole uh reason for being is that they wanted to find a white guy that could uh sing soul music like so oh, yeah, yeah. just his his very uh spawning into that's the not world. no
5: that's not that's that's an absurd no <laughs> That's, that's not cool. his I mean,
1: reason for being. That's, reason the, for that's being. the reason Lerman why. Was, like he originally, got, he was signed because they were looking for uh, a white, uh, a white singer that could sing gospel music. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I mean, that's a true story. Yeah, that, the, it,
5: it, yeah. It's, well, there's a yeah, but there's a lot more too. And you're not going to find that shitty Baz Luhrmann movie, by the way, uh,
1: because like
5: well, again, Sun records. I,
1: I mean, it's definitely so, not the scene where he's like, guess what? He's white, and he's like, he's white, and he's like, he's white.
6: It, it, I, I yeah, I was disappointed because I'm not of... going to
5: get a chance to talk about this, and I shouldn't, I guess. But like, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's there's a lot more to it than that. And 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 again, for a, yeah. the fact that we had an Elvis movie that came out that seemed like it was five hours long to me, and it doesn't address any of that is too bad because there actually deserves to be a real conversation <laughs> about his earnest love for this kind of music.
7: Yeah, but, yeah. But like
5: the fact that he also yeah was the original like Eminem or like whatever of, of 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 his time, and that like that is how like. Past on records like that there were certain people that there's vested interest in like getting like a good looking white boy that makes everybody that makes the ladies go crazy and making some goddamn money off of it yeah. and yeah. again one of the most odious things about that film is the fact that like colonel tom parker center which is the worst person in his entire orbit but again very little mm-hmm. of that was actually told in that film but it's also it's reductive it's reductive any part of the conversation is reductive, which makes it maddening and like an impossible figure to cover appropriately in a movie without taking a side, basically. And the, the only, Baz Luhrmann movie—I've
1: seen, seen that whole movie—is he's what? He's what? I know it's in the he's preview, what? right? Yeah, it's <laughs> I I, the first
5: I third. Of, it. I the loved, first third of I it loved, is like uh, I was, I, was so, I
6: I, I was, haven't liked a Baz Luhrmann film. He's horrible. The he's the horrible. Like he 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 does like strictly ballroom is a great film like his very first one it, just in terms of cultural stuff that's all he's addressing not the i couldn't give a shit about the ballroom dancing and that and i did like romeo and juliet but the rest of it couldn't don't have any time for yeah. but I, um only thing i like about him is his bizarre scene and and that's it and i can get that
8: from the trailers and i don't have to watch his films you, yeah yeah, yeah. I think or, about the uh, idea pretty pretty
1: that cool. uh so so pre so pre cancellation era right, um, Todd Field uh, after 2006 right essentially got blacklisted like um, he had all these projects that he wanted to do and every single time he'd go he'd pitch it the project wouldn't end up uh, going anywhere he had the reputation for going over budget uh, Harvey Weinstein probably you know went around and uh, you know badmouthed him he purposely has done these things with his movies I mean he only made two before this but like. He he kept the audiences for you know the his second movie small, the one with Kate Winslet, even though she got, you know, nominated for a um he got nominated and uh you know, like the, the whole list of people got nominated for Oscars, even though like uh he kept the an extremely limited uh theatrical run of it. And yeah. he didn't do anything wrong, um, besides go over budget and uh, you know, blacklisted for sixteen years essentially. Yeah. I mean, I maybe it wasn't called that, but like uh yeah. It
6: essentially is though, like that's you know, that's what it is then. I mean- but- Blacklisting
5: um, is cancel culture too. You
6: know, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a, a version way. of it, and and you can get like I've been blacklisted, like essentially, like not properly, but I, I've had. You someone, thought you were
5: blacklisted from this show last time? I'm like,
6: come on. <laughs> for a while. Yeah, I'm like, I'm blacklisted. <laughs> I'm not. And I got blacklisted. I'm like, and I, and I understand, and I apologize. Horse is like, you'll never work <laughs> in this internet again.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I think I think blacklisting is is, and, and I say accountability extremely loosely here. But uh, I feel like um, blacklisting is, is the classic top-down version of accountability, where if yeah. you piss somebody off that's in a high position of power in a consolidated industry, they could just say, you'll never work again. So I, I feel yeah. like cancel culture is the bottom-up version of that, where uh, you know, the, the masses kind of get to decide your fate and uh, throw you to the guillotine yeah. or not.
5: The, the, the yeah, mob yeah. does, which may or may not be working off accurate information, but it doesn't matter. And again, but neither is, that, neither
1: is the person getting blacklisted from the top down. I mean, <laughs> but
5: again, see the example that I gave early on about Eileen Jones' review, and then there literally being something that's not in the review that everyone's screenshotting and sending around and saying like how horrible she is as a writer. Yeah, it's not in the review, though. That's the thing. And, th- and that's the problem with, uh, you know, and it should be consequence culture rather than cancel culture, right? Yeah. But the problem is, again, and I say this all the time on this show, uh, and it still happens to be true, but like in the absence of justice, people will settle on catharsis. And that's what we've, that's what we've landed on is that like, it feels good to bring down a bully, even if, but that, you know, are, are they the right person to bring down? Uh, do you even have all the information? Probably not. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It feels good. Do it. Which is what makes, I I think, hard... hard, uh...
6: That's the middle, like, from what Forrest was saying. Like, you've got the top, the bottom down. And then there's the middle, which I feel like is just regular people. And that's what I mean when I say I was gaslit, or I mean gaslit, which I have been. But when I was blacklisted, sorry. (laughs) Like, um, when people... um, you know, when people just make a decision well, about-,
1: about your blacklisting, right? That's the
6: you know, like that's that medium. Did level. we blacklist
1: you, or uh, you know, did you really blacklist yourself? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs>
6: yeah, I kind of did. Um, but <laughs> there's you know, no blacklist. I'm- no, I'm joking. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is like, you know, that yeah, like there's the societal blacklist as well, where where it can be just within a small industry where it can be one person has decided that, you know, I disagree with this person on something. So I'm going to email all my contacts and say, this person's a blah, blah, and blah.
1: And that's what is, she like, essentially oh, did to the girl she had an affair with. Like, right. and that's so exactly. she, she but this, kind of this, bites herself in the on ass the,
6: on a because the second, yeah. yeah. Well, like, you know, to just regular peeps, um, but the the thing that using her is,
5: position of power to do so, which which is an yeah. important
6: distinction then, like Harvey like,
1: Weinstein,
5: just like Harvey Weinstein.
1: But it's also once uh you know once Francesca, who presumably she also had some kind of affair with, right? Like because she it walks in and she's like that? uh she's like oh It'll hold be, be, me.
6: Oh, well, well, they allude to it, that? and she's
1: also like she's like hold me, and she's like not here. This isn't the place to do it. Yeah, yeah. What, I, the like, thing
6: with Francesca that I found interesting is, and you know they're talking about tra- everything being transactional. And then Francesca, like, you know, when she says to her, um, you know, I'm going to be looking for a new, like, this conductor thing, you know, like, put your name on it, like, feel free to put your name on the list. And then, of course, she doesn't get it. And what does she do? She does the same thing but in reverse and, you know, then well, it's supposed wait, to, I think wait, it's supposed to be attached,
1: kind of. She's like, uh, here, put your name on the list. And then she checks her emails and then sees that she didn't delete the emails and was like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I'm going to destroy this person um, because they know about this. And, you know, yeah. I mean, the, the suicide kind of throws it all into because if, if she hadn't committed suicide. Nobody would give a fuck about uh, the many affairs mm-hmm. of, of Lydia Tarr, um, you know, at least until something happened where uh, she had her moment of reckoning Where she, I guess she pissed off the wrong person, but like, it does yeah, seem to come yeah. down to pissing off the wrong person or somebody getting disillusioned with you that was complicit in, uh, you know, the actions beforehand or, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like it, uh, <laughs> it seems like it, it, there's just so many um, personal factors, I guess, that go into this yeah. and, um, you never, know, ever, also, also the, the, that the that parent of Christa or whatever. Work for Citibank,
5: right? (laughs) That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah. Paragons
5: in banking, really. (laughs) Yeah,
6: but like that was like what I got the most from this film was not so much the canceling, but the that the how power works and the different ways in which it's used for different purposes, including cancel culture. Because you know, Francesca turns around, does the same thing back to her, and then leaks everything because she didn't get what she wanted, right? Then you look at, you know, her child's being bullied. What does she do? She uses power. Then her wife pissed off because she's, because what's going on uses power. You can no longer see your child anymore. Yep. Like throughout the whole film, there's all these power struggles and people using power against power. The wife
1: wife herself, right? Is the uh, first, uh, you know, first soloist or whatever. Like she's in the first chair. So like mm. the, the wife, the wife herself kind of has a, a not only to keep quiet, but like to, uh, you know, allow her to keep going with the stuff because she could turn around and be just as addictive to the wife as anything. And, yeah. and, that, and that, that's a solidified uh, relationship, right? Like that's not a relationship that you could turn around and, and, and stab her in the back with because it's like, well, somehow that was fine, even though the power dynamic was there at the time. But, you know. This other relationship is not fine because of a, an even greater power dynamic. So it's kind of fascinating for that reason. She's great,
5: yeah. And this, by the way, too. I forget I forget her name. Uh, she's yeah, Yeah, she's Nina Haas. Nina yeah. Haas, right? Yeah, she's in a she's in a ton of stuff. Uh, she's a German actress, and she's in a yeah. ton of stuff. And
6: and when uh, you when you're watching it, like when I watched it back, because I think this is the third time I've seen it, like there's so many other small little subtle things yeah. that are going on that like a very vague and you don't quite understand like because clearly she's addicted to pills right as yeah. well and like you know the scene when she comes home but and doesn't does something seem to like be
1: affected her. by them whatsoever is she like yeah yeah
6: <laughs> and it's like a her wife has a problem with the heart or whatever. And then she goes in the bathroom and pretends to find a pill, which is actually just getting one of her own pills out of it. Oh, bag. She was
1: stealing, she was stealing, yeah. stealing the wife's pills
6: and exactly. she says it to
1: Francesca. She's like, she's like, yeah. says it to Francesca in the middle of the car. She's like, Oh, I'm almost out of my wife's pills.
6: Yeah. And, I mean,
1: yeah. She has back problems, I guess, which you could imagine with uh, being a conductor, but yeah. I would assume it's uh painkillers. There's all kind.
6: these I'm little, like, like mm-hmm. subtle, like other issues going on. And like, even you know when she goes and she um, after she drops off the new um, violinist or cellist is it sorry um, oh, and yes. the cellist yeah and then she drives off and she goes to that abandoned you know place and she goes in there and then when she comes out and she falls flat on her face and then when she gets home she says yeah. that she was attacked
2: shit. <laughs> yeah yeah
6: she beat shit hard and <laughs> then she says that she um she says that she was attacked. And like, yeah. rather than admitting what what she was actually well, doing,
5: yeah, well, yeah. well I, was, uh, I was, doing some light stalking. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you gonna say exactly? Yeah, you know, it's, like it's, it's...
6: Yeah, like, oh, she, I mean, she could have, I, I, you know, I, I kiss, I kick, you know, I kick the, car, I kick the gravel, man. I literally, like, yeah, but but she's yeah. got. But again,
5: that's her you know, ego like, coming into play. That's her exactly, ego again
6: doesn't want to be the vulnerable and then and putting it like a first place so of course she says she's you know that and even when she goes into the orchestra and speaks (laughs) and says like you know hey like let's address the elephant in the room like yeah you know immediately and like but she frames it to
5: her own advantage right so it turns into like it's something where it's like oh it, it allows everyone uh to think that oh we're on her folder. side. Oh, that's horrible that that happened. You have our sympathy, mm-hmm. but oh, how brave of yeah. you to yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's amazing <laughs> that she managed to turn something as simple as uh, literally just eating shit for like <laughs> days yeah. in a building and, and turning around. Did to,
7: it. it was pretty...
5: Like I honestly, first time I saw it, I was like, "Did she like lose her teeth or something?" Like, because I was like, "Oh man, Did it like
2: it out!" Yeah,
5: yeah. Like yeah. I, I was like, "Where is this going?" Oh my god! Because I had no idea. I, 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 but like again, she just uses, she's manipulates, right? And, yeah, and it, yeah. She is, but she is that... both talented and egotistical and manipulative. But, but,
6: yeah, but the, the art but of the what cle- she does, she is great at. But It's almost the cleverness and the genius in her manipulation, though, because it's like she, because right, because it's almost like she knows mm-hmm. this is a crappy
5: excuse for why i look terrible and then she yeah, managed to yeah. like weave it into something more interesting and and like kind she, of adorn like, it.
6: basically to shift the scales back in her favor and yeah. she knows yeah. you know again controlling the situation in any way which way she can like she needs to be in control so it's like yep. this is how i'm gonna do this and even when um there was that uh um, you're a control
5: freak being a conductor is a great job for you by the way
6: Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, I, I Or always even a control that, enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I, when I was watching this, and, you know, obviously it's a completely different film and whatnot, but far out, some of the mo- little moments of her obsessive, um, just that control, obsessive ego, yeah. like scariness, was reminiscent of, of um, Whiplash. Like I, I had heart palpitations yes. all the way through Whiplash. I was so stressful um, movie. throughout that yeah. whole movie. <laughs> like I was actually stressed out, like throughout that entire film. And and again, that's you know someone who's supposedly you know musically quite a genius in his field or whatnot, and you know, but that that kind of control, power, manipulation gave me a little bit of pre-trauma of like remembering when i first watched whiplash but but whiplash i guess is just an onslaught of that trauma over yeah it's like uncut gems
5: for drumming yeah i mean yeah it's like, yeah, you know, yeah it's like pure stress <laughs>
6: yeah but just her ability to change um you, you know like to use her own you know that you know her own power her own control when she's to talking to the
5: conductor them. that she's going to bust down so she can use that mm-hmm. position and uh she's misonomy and he's like how dare you call me misogynist? no misogyny it's it's a, a hatred of marriage and it's like what <laughs> and it's like such yeah, a yeah. it's like a fox news move it's, it's so it's yeah like, yeah yeah huh <laughs> and then yeah. you see like her talking to her wife oh yeah well yeah he's, he's such a you know this guy's such a jerk. Like, whatever he and, and like implying that, like, it's like she's weaved a whole little backstory about him. Like, no, you thought about this. You
6: thought about yeah, this. Yeah, no, like, she meticulously planned, planted seeds. Yeah, you like throughout in preparation for his out. Because her event. end
5: goal is she wants him out of the picture, or she wants him out of the picture so she can use the use, use the spot for her own devices. And it just shows how like just. Uh, again it goes beyond manipulative like she's playing everyone like she has the conductor and like the orchestra yeah <laughs> basically
6: 100%. like all the people and, in her life even when she says with her hands you know this hand is is you know the the conducting and like you know and this is time yeah and uh, that's a perfect metaphor for her life and how she yep. runs her life you know and and, like, and how she
5: like, just is unable to take anything where it isn't her control over it and like, it just oh, refu- like she refuses to like, accept the concept
6: like almost like the you know there's the metronome going off in the house and she's fucking losing it
5: yeah 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 to be fair that
2: would it, make not, me lose it too
6: like oh same but there's from? like but that's one <laughs> yeah yeah but that's one example of numerous things that are happening out of her control within yeah. just a normal situation and she cannot handle it it's like no i can't i can't no, I need to get up and I need to sort this out because it's not, it's not, I'm not, if I turn it on, then it's okay. But like, just, you know, it's like, she's put herself in a position where she's become so psychotically like that. And I, and Which I think is that-
5: that's her art, her art is conducting, right? So it makes yeah. sense that like her, her raison d'etre as a, as a person and professional jerk is also to con- mm-hmm. try to conduct in all things, and- including like bullying a child.
6: Oh yeah, and even even one of which the is hilarious,
5: movies. by the way.
8: <laughs> I would yeah. watch a movie where she just goes around from uh, child to child across
5: Germany and bullies. <laughs> around
2: yeah, her. yeah. I a <laughs>
5: friend children. In Germany.
6: Yeah, but even the, the you know like, but the, the no one
5: will believe you because I'm an adult. It's like oh Jesus,
6: okay. <laughs> My God, just, remem- just remember that. Yeah. Like, and, oh, geez. yeah. Like that. That part was like.
1: You know, she said that to you know people before.
5: Oh, exactly, 100%. it does seem like it's the first time.
1: Yeah.
6: Yeah. No, no, definitely not. And then, you know, the, uh, the, I think it was there's sort of like, even as she's like going through, like the one scene that I did find interesting, interesting, and I wanted to see what you guys thought about it was um, the scene actually towards the end where she is in Asia. And she says, can I get a massage? And she obviously means um, a regular massage. And she turns up to the massage parlor and they say, we'll pick a number.
2: Yeah.
6: And then she comes outside and she's vomiting everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. I, th- I found that a really inter- interesting, like departure. It was, like.
5: You thought it was a departure? From- okay. So I, I think it, it, I think what we're from seeing. What, is.
6: It- like from I- what, like, they're painting her as being someone who would obviously enjoy that.
5: But it's breaking the facade. It doesn't fit her, her, uh, ideal of who she is. And because yeah. of that, she's like, I'm not the kind of person that would go to like to go sex worker. I don't have to yeah. do that. I'm Lydia Tar." Yeah. And, and and then yeah, like, so yeah. that's kind of like probably grinding in her brain to the point. That she's like, I'm mm-hmm. going to throw up. Oh my God. Like, and, and that's what I like about it. Cause it's just, it's, cause she didn't really, she literally thought, you know, I'm just going to go get a massage. Right?
6: Yeah, she thought she was getting a massage to pull up. <laughs> and, and, I, and when she said it, I totally did too until they showed the, yeah. the you know, they showed the scene and all the girls with the numbers yeah. and I went. Not that area town. Oh, that's yeah. not that kind of massage. Well, her,
1: her, her eyes kind of lit up and you could see her like being like i could do this and then yeah and then she throws up which is like i guess she's yeah. purging she's purging and it kind
6: of looked like uh, she just ran out like she didn't even yeah, go through yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Like she, i can't, she, I couldn't tell yeah. whether it was like uh you know that same second or if they had cut and there was like a space of time in between i mean i guess it doesn't really matter yeah yeah, she's, she's, yeah she's purging yeah. she's kind of purging Regardless, that person like out of her I'm right like she's that, purging the i not
6: that bad or yeah. i'm not at that level where i i would need to to you yeah. know resort Again, to that
5: She's still the protag the hero of her own story. She's the protagonist, and she has the stories of, of herself that she's telling to herself, and that doesn't fit, and she can't reconcile.
8: Yeah. That. Also, we know there's no happy ending. <laughs> <Right>. yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very important. Yeah.
6: Well, I mean, I guess there is. I, I mean, I guess there would be, like. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I
5: don't. I guess that's not. That's true. or not. We, we
2: don't. From know.
6: what I understand, not that know, massage know, parlor.
1: No. <laughs> would have
6: gotten, Actually,
5: I've been there, and
1: no. You would have got
6: some handwork. I. Uh, they they don't take hand on
2: handwork. She says.
6: Well, you know what I mean. If they're gonna like, oh, I yes,
5: yes, I do. They would
6: have explained to her that, and mm. you know, they wouldn't have let her continue through. Thinking right. that it was just going to be a regular, so she would have got some handiwork. Like it wouldn't have been like, here's like some deep tissue and off your pop, like you know. I think I think, well, and, and she, I think
1: I think all throughout <laughs> this movie, right? She's kind of um, chasing the
6: she's, <laughs> off your pop.
1: Yeah, but well, she' kind is, of chasing... been, I've
6: been in this situation. I went to a massage parlor up the road from my house. Uh, there's uh. He- there's heaps of them, right? And yeah. it's very difficult to tell if they're happy endings or not because <laughs> right. they all use the same um like advertising type stuff yeah, same font yeah. the same
5: sign yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: The same weird photos and like you don't know if it's a happy ending or an actual massage and then when you yeah. look it up they're talking about the massage and you're like i don't know and then you walk because
8: like, okay. i've never heard of a happy
2: ending
6: acupuncture place <laughs> <laughs> and it, 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 this is like you know because thai massage is amazing you know the one where they stand on you and whatnot and Mm -hmm. it's incredible to have right and there's a lot of them around here and i had a really bad back problem anyway so i i was like you know and i was trying to find one that was like they legitimately did it but it wasn't a happy ending and i and i found one and it Mm. was well but i could tell that the woman was surprised when i walked in the door that i was female (laughs) they (laughs) obviously offer they obviously do offer happy endings as well yeah and when I was in the room, like the the, you know the maybe you stuff can get your
5: taxes they, done too. I don't know. If yeah, that like done. the stuff that
6: you know the <laughs> the stuff that they use, like the computer repair, repair,
5: all of it. Yeah.
6: Um. Yeah, like was a bottle this big, which that led me to go. Okay, I think yeah, happy endings yeah, 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 yeah. as well.
1: I mean, she also, huge. she also, uh, right before that, she hits up,
6: <laughs> she hits up the old,
1: uh, you know, the old Mexican pharmacy pretty much where, uh, could yeah. just give, give 10 bucks and get, you know, your, your,
6: yeah, like And I, prescription I was trying pills. to talk to the, to the, <laughs> miss, the lady that was doing it. And I was like, you know, oh yeah, like just chitty chatting. And, um, it was just really bizarre because I almost wanted to say to her, like, is this a happy end? Like, do you normally <laughs> give a happy ending? Like, I don't want one, but like, <laughs> what is that like as a job? You know, like, yeah, I love that. <laughs> I say off your pop a lot, and people laugh. Um, I've said it before um, in teams like this, but work settings yeah, and yeah. gone, well, yeah. yeah, well, all right, I'm, I'm going to pop off or I'll fuck off my pop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people yeah. are like, but, um, Yes. All right, get off that
1: get off that top and off your pop. Let's go. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have been in a similar situation, but yeah, I didn't have to pick a woman. The woman was given to me. But yes, I do believe that possibly they did the happy endings as well. But I I think I made it pretty clear I was there for purely the Thai massage <laughs> part. But I definitely wanted to inquire with the but. Just didn't want to be yeah, well, I,
1: and and also, I mean, it, it's interesting that her daughter is—I uh, think her daughter's Turkish. That's the the mm-hmm. slur that the mother the uh, the mother uses for the daughter, kind of. Yeah, yeah. she's like, oh, mm-hmm. she's having some, uh, you know, whatever, um, like German shit. Um, yeah, so it's interesting also that you know she might uh, identify with the women in the uh, you know Filipino um, massage parlor, I guess uh because her daughter no, I didn't is...
8: think
5: about that.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that I mean, is a level yeah. To it there too uh, like
8: also too Germany is uh not uh is known for still being very racist and uh, uh I yes. highly recommend if no. you want to really like uh yes uh read about <laughs> some of this. Uh Ella Achola, I don't know if she's still writing but uh she did for a while and she wrote really eloquently about uh racism in, in uh, Germany so well,
1: I mean, Europe, Europe in general, right? Like the the nationalism that's taken hold, even among it's, like liberal circles, like it, it makes yeah. sense that a lot of uh, you know Germany likes to pride itself on letting refugees in uh, a lot of the time, but then the actual but people – then they really call them Auslander, really like, which is yeah. the thing
5: that was happening. I mean, and that was like again, it's more it's more recent that it's happening in the other European countries, but that's been a thing, a known thing in Germany. And there's and their sort of defense of that is it well at least it's out it's up front.
2: <laughs>
1: Which
5: is like, okay, yeah, fine. Well, and Germans th- and now are
1: nothing I- if not, uh, you know.
5: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you but yeah, I get that. You
6: have to say, Out- like, to the o-
5: Outlander, literally outlander, but it, it, there's a racial connotation to it, meaning someone that is not uh, not German, meaning even if they're a German citizen, if they are the wrong color or wrong ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Another
1: another uh, strange thing about Germany and refugees is that um when re- when refugees have come from Palestine, um, like that area of the Middle East recently, they actually use the uh anti-the anti-like uh-Jewish law or whatever against the Palestinians, <laughs> of course they do. So, like, yeah. that's there's a, there's a huge thing now. Like, you can actually, like, Palestinian rights activists have gotten thrown in jail for advocating uh-Palestinian self-determination because they're like, because it's because well, it's
2: anti-Semitism,
5: be yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Germany. Uh,
5: <laughs> I think that this film does a really good job of showing the art of conducting and does so in a way that you don't need to care about the art of conducting, but you can get like little social cues of, um, how, all works together and what she actually does and why she's this generational talent that has Mm. the respect of all of her uh all of her orchestra and all of her peers and and like respect of the world and getting these interviews doing book signings etc etc and and i think it's hard for something honestly conducting wouldn't have been what i would have picked to 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 do for something a story like this but it's it's kind Mm. of a bold swing that it is but it also does make sense because you there's not that many leonard bernstein's what if there was what if there was, and it was a woman, and she also kind of was terrible? Oh. <laughs> and they, I
8: think they also um, did a great job, kind of showing the the uh, uh, like how it works too, because like the yeah. opening scene, she's like, yo we do it in rehearsal," and the first time you see them rehearsing, yeah. they suck.
2: And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, exactly. And, and is,
8: as as it goes on, you see the rehearsals, and they're 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 improving, and they're they're working yeah. through what she's telling them,
5: and you can actually her see leadership and her skill. Yeah, and you and you get a, a you finally rather than hearing people opine and telling you about what a talent is, you actually see it. And while yes. Yes, I'm the first one always to knock a movie for its length because movies need to wrap it up quicker, uh, I, I like that all that stuff's included because otherwise I
6: was so I think, immersed that I didn't even realize it was long. It's pretty until long. I no. read, until I read reviews. Like and the and way. the
1: cancellation only takes forty minutes of a yeah. Know,
5: yeah, and it dominates the conversation. So since it dominates yeah. conversation, it's so important it's to show to show that she's that's a badass at what she does. Yeah. So um,
1: Bradley Bradley Cooper, hard. I guess, is doing a a biopic on uh, Leonard Bernstein right now, and oh, uh, yeah. so they had him interview uh the the Tar uh I mean oh, Todd nice. Field, Kate Blanchett, and uh, Nina. Uh, I, now I messed up her last name again, but uh, Haas, yeah, you know, but uh, Nina, Haas. Nina Haas, but um, yeah, so this is him talking about actually shooting the process of the rehearsals uh, because nice. he's actually kind of doing the same thing right now.
5: I, I love it. I love that it's shown, and I think it, may, it wouldn't. This movie wouldn't work without it. So this apparently,
1: is, like, the first day, uh, this is this is background of this clip. The first day they took 95 shots or something not took like did 95 shots like they're all getting drunk but like the the, the first day of rehearsals was 95 different uh takes kind of
6: i'm obsessed with the way he shot this because the bird's eye view is like i said so immersive and like i said just before i did not realize how long the film was because I was so engrossed in it, the it process, kept you, it
5: kept you with it. Yeah, I was like, is yeah, she yeah get canceled? I felt
6: like I was watching it and in it, like, and I was fascinated by it because, yeah, what, it's like I, know a, uh, you... I don't know it in depthly, really, but it, it completely drew me in the way it I was, was like, shot. I was,
1: I was like, is she gonna get cancelled? Is she gonna survive this? What's What's gonna happen? <laughs> no, I, I usually uh, like to
8: stay. Watch actors uh, read a phone book, and like they, they practically start reading the phone book in this uh, in this film. Like the first half hour is reading a phone book, and it's so engrossing.
2: Yeah,
4: to that degree, of those first nine days that would have meant that that uh, rehearsal of the um, of Mahler Five uh, was one
3: of those nine days. I assume then no, we had we had one proper rehearsal day, and that was it. One proper rehearsal day. Um, I mean uh, the rehearsal. In the rehearsal scene. Sorry, The rehearsal scenes. Well, yeah. I mean, there, um, in the rehearsal scenes, there's there's a section. Uh, there's three sections, um, and that the first uh, the first day, the 95 camera setups was it meant to be rehearsal day one. And um, but in terms of actually rolling into rehearsal day one, um, you know, Kate was uh, you know she was practicing baton technique and all of that for nine months. But when we got to to Berlin you know typically I want three or four weeks to rehearse I mean to rehearse proper scene work not music you know and because it's got all front loaded that all turned on its head so instead of being in a rehearsal room working on scenes and we we did but mostly got caught in half so it would be Nina sitting with the violin Kate in front of a full-length mirror with a baton Sophie sitting with, with a cello and, and, and an accompanist you know, um, acting and standing in for the orchestra and having to go through this music. Kate only had one full day with that orchestra before she was there and having to command them for the next nine days. It was extraordinary.
4: I'm, uh, you know, having worked on a project in in the same world. Yes. The level of respect I have for that world and that that podium, um, it is the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced, and it's so odd because so many people. I don't know if you've come across this, but people that I have in the last five years have said, "Like, what does a conductor even do? Like, are you just up there sort of doing this?" And and mm-hmm. my answer is the absolute hardest thing you could possibly ever want to do. It is impossible. Um, mm-hmm. You made it look so. Not only did you make the the conducting look easy, but the rehearsal, the, the rhythm of of the rehearsal and the way you wrote and filmed it was just so. Um, appetizing on every level as a viewer it it was truly mind-blowing not forget just switching from german to english but the rhythms and how i felt like you were thinking in real time everything i i don't you know it's there's no one else ever that could ever play that role you know and the musicality that you have i don't know todd you think this but having worked with kate also thinking it before but having worked with her you're so musical, you're so ryth- rhythmic as an actor with yeah. language. you know, I felt like when we did our scenes, it was almost if like we were just playing instruments with each other. And um, to see that uh, in, in infused in, see that, you know, h- harness for this movie was just so appetizing, particularly those
3: those rehearsal scenes it's always dangerous when we talk about this, especially when we're with each other, because um, you know, it's like, it's cover your ears moment, but I, I still, even after all this time, and obviously I've seen the film down hundreds of times whenever a scene comes up, um, like yesterday, you know, I, I I had to review something and a scene came up and you know, it's exactly what you're citing, you know, seeing Kate um, on the podium running the orchestra through their paces and all of a sudden, that idea of invisibility, you know, um, like this character, it, forget about what this character is like spiritually, philosophically, or otherwise, uh, where those differences lie between the person portraying this person and the person. Um, but it, it's so wildly different than than Kate Blanchett's rhythms in real life. I mean, it has nothing to do with her. And um, you have to marvel, like, where does she keep that where did it come from how did she hear it how did you know and, and it is it's like it's like somebody that it's like having miles davis that can win the grammy for best classical musician of the year and best jazz musician of the year and and it's all the same to them you know um it it really um yeah it's uh it's uh it's quite it something comes,
0: all of that comes from the music i mean you must have found found that i mean i i don't yet know and i can't wait to see um, your, your film about Bernstein, but the the music makes you move differently.
5: Yeah, uh, a, I mean, like I said, like I, I like that it shows you, I, I, and I think it, it's necessary that it shows you. And and,
1: and, I, and it's interesting yeah. that she's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting that she's not uh kind of stationary about it, right? Like she's not like not doing the the way, the way that you know it would like uh, maybe visualize it. <laughs> like it's it's she like there's that one time where she's literally crouched and she's like, huh, huh. like yeah. you know what I mean? She does like the, the physicality like, of it, yeah. yeah. Well,
5: I, I, and like again, so all right, so it's a funny comment, but all I know from conducting, I learned from Bugs Bunny, but like. Think about it, right? Because there's these big, grandiose motions and this and that and 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 whatever. And like, it's it's mm-hmm. so easy to not know anything about that art form and like embody. You know, you're just like swinging the thing around or doing a thing over here. But to actually see, yeah, exactly, right. Mm-hmm. Like everyone can do it. We all know it. But like to see the, the actual physicality of it, like, oh, cool.
6: And, and what it means, like, like, yeah,
5: this means something. Every motion means every something. Every tiny
6: little like click, yeah. like which it can be so minute too mean something it's even I, similar with with like when you have an orchestra with like an opera singer as well right? which I've seen that live and it's also from Looney Tunes
5: awesome <laughs> kill
6: like, no like the wabbit
1: kill the wabbit
6: but like it's off the charts because it's mind blowing to watch someone with just two little sticks yeah. conduct, like literally all of the
5: things that are all
6: like of this yeah like yeah. with tiny little flicks and even then when you know he he said that she spent nine months learning that
5: yeah i
1: believe like, it I mean, well, like I mean well i mean you have months. to know how to use all of the all of the instruments too right like you, you have to know yeah. how to because uh, you have to know how to direct them to use them so it feels like it, yeah. it's multilingual really a, direction
5: yeah. Can I, I, yeah. Which I which I think yeah, yeah. again, like Jesus, not everyone yeah. can pull that off. Because
8: she speaks Chinese as well as German and English in this movie.
6: Yeah,
5: yeah, what a power! I mean, like, yeah, yeah, but I think all of that absolutely makes sense. And again, w- culturally, we think of conducting as this like you know, grandiose, overcharacterized play on like what this extreme conducting is so much so that most people are not going to the symphony. If you are, it's like, it's like, oh, it's like symphony in the park. And you know, like, there's a guy and you know yeah. like, whatever there, everyone's having a good time, but like for an actual, like, this is like the real deal. Uh, symphony, like that, to, to mm. see all of those aspects in action, you need that. I think if it doesn't make sense, the movie doesn't make sense if you don't see that. Cause you don't understand that. No, she is the best at what she does. That is mm. true. And that's yeah, important yeah. to understand the nuance of this. Cause otherwise it's just a movie about cancel culture, which is honestly boring it that's boring that's that it yeah. it only works in this film because you you have the stakes to give a damn about it
1: yeah she's uh she's not she's not getting involved in sexual misconduct ten seconds that, I guess
6: that, that's what I was saying earlier as well like about you become so invested in her yeah. Even though she's not necessarily a nice person, you become invested in her, and at times I felt bad for her, and then I felt bad feeling bad because I, I should felt not bad for her
1: it. like the entire movie, like you know, I mean, like not when she's like on top of the world and kind of you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. going great for her, but like as soon as stuff starts feeling bad or going bad yeah. for her, I I felt like uh, yeah like I started feeling sorry for her, and I'm like, well, she's kind of a monster, but at the same but time, like, like yes,
6: uh, I, mean, strong, I was
8: totally cheering for her.
6: Yeah.
1: And that's what I mean that's
6: what Todd Field has done with this film though is he's made it so that you become so immersed in her life, her job, her talent and and her personality that you know like she said in that earlier interview there's parts of us all in this character that we don't yeah. want to admit or we don't want to look at sure. and I think I think that she's right there. There's she's like the of, general pattern
5: of conducting, you know? It's, it's like <laughs> yeah. she's an asshole for her times.
6: <laughs> yeah, and the, the scene where she's driving really fast with the wife in the car.
5: Yeah. Yo, oh, and yeah, what a great scene. I forgot about that scene. Yeah,
6: yeah. And then and then the wife says, if you're not going to slow down, let me out. And she just goes, out.
1: And the wife is still there when she gets home. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah
6: the wife's just like and yeah. but she even says i will accept a lot of things about you but this you know this is now too far but like so she but i just yeah that that scene where she's driving really fast i mean i great scene. That, it's a great
5: scene because you're like what
6: what really <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. But, but the rage and the like um oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the rage and i've the, been both people the, in that car let
5: me, let me
2: i've you.
6: been there I mean, yeah. I've been—I've been that person, been the car. In the car, like doing that—not not with someone else in the car, but I like you know, I, I've I, I've at least twice been that enraged, driving like a lunatic in a car. You know, not dealing with my emotions properly, and like I think everyone at one point in their life has done something a little bit like similar probably not to the nth degree like she was almost like fast and furious at some point so (laughs) yeah yeah she's gonna have a massive accident but like there there was there's a lot of parts in this that are so human and that's where i think he succeeded really well because rather than you know like having her and characterizing her as this as a monster and as a as you know as this kind of you know, this is this cancel culture person who's really bad, horrible. He he puts in all of this other like the magnitudes of what a human being is yeah. that make up that person and that she's a good mother, too. You know,
1: well, he Just, had to do something, uh, you, know, you know, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more subtle than uh, Eyes Wide Shut. You know.
6: I never really got into that film, by the way. But anyway. Oh,
1: I like I, it's That's it's all right, funny. but like it's a it's it's definitely think, un, it's it's definitely the most unsubtle meditation on power that you could ever have. I feel like yeah, this yeah. is on the opposite side of that spectrum.
6: Purely let's I'm gonna purely blame that though on Tom Cruise. I can't. Yeah, I know.
5: I was going to say, I know you're not a Tom Cruise fan.
1: So I
6: yeah. can't do Tom Cruise. The only film that I can I I've, I can watch with Tom Cruise in it, and I know you all hate Anne Rice, but interview is Interview with a Vampire. I don't and hate Anne it.
5: Rice. I just think that the adaptations are generally <laughs> terrible.
6: Oh, they are. Not but I think that that film is the, is okay. a great one. It's, it's a, the only it's great one, though. I will say, Edge of Tomorrow. Yo. Edge of Tomorrow uh, is rest... a great film. Oh yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise <laughs> is good in uh,
1: in Eyes Wide Shut because he's so he's like a hollow vessel. And throughout the whole yeah. movie, he's, he's a hollow a Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
5: That, that's yeah, why yeah. that works.
1: But uh, Conan, are you ready to conduct some Letterboxd one-liners? Letterboxd.
5: What What an incredible segue for us. Yes, I am. Of course, Letterboxd <laughs> is a place for, uh, it's it's a social media site, right? And it's a place for film lovers to talk at, with, and to each other about the films they love, the films that they didn't love, the films that they were consistently thirsty for, uh, for certain characters, and of course, the, uh, the films that uh, gatekeep and girl bossed and uh, gaslit their way into their hearts. And all of this is it's a bottom-up open source democracy. Everyone gets to have their say, not just Siskels and Eberts of the world, but you gotta keep it succinct. Gotta keep gotta keep it quick. Keep it moving. Keep it moving, folks. Gotta keep it quick. And uh, all of this is best expressed working on your type five in front of a brick wall. These are the letterbox one-liners for tar. Should have been hornier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well yeah, like that get, works
5: on many levels
1: <laughs> you uh you have to get the full cancellation yeah. right like she got kind of halfway canceled like if it had been oh just but where's the hornier- brass
5: section i was thinking of the brass section too <laughs> and i was also appreciating the lack of uh punctuation or capitalization too yes <laughs> that's it yeah. Yeah. zan damn i just found out about tar and now she's canceled
7: <laughs> there's actually uh,
1: so so people started pretending or making up a conspiracy theory or something online that uh, Lydia Tarr is a real person like they just were responding yes. to the movie as if she was and Todd Field was like uh, started getting panicked about the fact that like uh, like people are going to think this is like a biopic about somebody so he was like going out of his way in all these interviews to like dissuade everyone from doing that. <laughs>
6: but, but the reason is because he does it so well that you yeah you think it seems like it's a
5: real person exactly. Uh, I did and actually I, shot that, it's video shot video like a biopic video. too. Like
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who
5: among us has not obsessively investigated refrigerator noises in the middle of the night?
1: <laughs> well, it's the
5: no. it's the metronome.
1: The metronome's going off, you know. Sometimes the yeah, metronome just goes off and there's no. Uh, that I mean, it's a Bowie
8: song and it up a bad had, pun. Sometimes you your metronome goes it.
1: off prematurely.
8: <laughs> a personal problem there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: the,
6: the metronome,
5: though, off
1: you pop.
6: Broke, before you continue, just quickly, the metronome was someone actually broke into a house because they'd done that same design that was on that book challenge on the cover of the metronome. And that's why she puts it death. Oh to him. see, I didn't catch yeah. that the first time we had. Okay. Mm. So yeah, they imply that yeah, it was, so she was broken into and it was Krista prior to the death. On that, along those same lines,
5: I also slump around my home in the middle of the night trying to figure out what the fuck that sound is.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Again, are relatable.
1: I like the uh, dun doorbell also in her uh, in, her, yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. her um pimp apartment.
5: By the way, also made it into that song that she was working on. Right. right. It it does. Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, last thing on those other other ones. That's why I sleep with earplugs now. (laughs) Avatar, the way of Watar. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. With chums. She would achieve Twitter main character status on the daily. Dude, her her Twitter would be
1: such a fucking shit show.
5: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and and I love that she's on it name searching herself uh, because you're like, what the fuck are you tweeting? Stop stop tweeting! Don't don't this is, this is are, the worst thing you can do right now.
2: Yeah yeah. You know
1: you know she has some like fucked up takes on like uh, you know like trans people or something too like
6: yeah yeah. Oh you God. Or, or anything else? Yeah like yeah she'd be, say she'd less.
1: She'd be hopped up on fucking, like, uh, Percocet or Oxys or whatever the fuck she takes. And she'd be just, <laughs> like, tweeting like, tweeting, like, you know, uh, you know, biological gender is a fact. And then, or biological sex is a fact. And then you'd be like, you'd be like, no, Lydia Tarr, no. <laughs> and, then,
5: and then, like, turns her phone off. And then next day, it's like a thousand responses.
1: Yeah. She's like, uh, I'd like to conduct uh, everyone to the fact that there are two genders. And everyone just
5: freaks out.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> the Joker for lesbians. Yeah.
8: True. <laughs> for you for uh, for you
1: all lesbians specifically. You all lesbians, yeah. yeah. No, no, I,
8: I live in Northampton and, and I gotta tell you, like, like all the people who are cosplaying as tar right now is is amazing.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh! amazing. Can we give a shout out to the user's name as Mar? <laughs> Mar, <laughs> Covering Tar. yeah. yeah. Mar Tar.
1: Yeah. Martar. not There wasn't any uh Martar in this really. I mean, Six
6: thousand seven hundred and seven likes. I mean hey, that's... Ma kind of nailed it. Like it's that's a good one.
5: Yeah, yeah. It's I, no lies. I support women's rights, but more importantly, I support women's wrongs. <laughs> in theaters
6: with mom. Oh my god, I love
5: <laughs> the tags. Yeah, tags are some some of my favorites. I feel as like they underutilize tags. Yeah, I have been going ham hey, with my tags. I noticed. Yep. I don't
6: I never use tags, but like I'm looking at this and I'm just finding it funny, like you know, in theaters or you know, what with, what what with whoever you've gone to see it with or whatever. Yeah. That that's a thing.
5: The people put in who they <laughs> see it with. Andy,
1: what do you do for tags? Like uh, you know, worst movie ever. Watch this because it's bad. Uh no, watch, I, uh watch, I got, uh, watch well, this while drawing.
8: Uh, I mean, no, my I mean, tags are, like, just complete batshit. Uh, I think uh, uh, I, I got to look it up because, like, like I really did go just absolute ham with some of my tags. Because, um, uh, like, for this movie, my tags are uh, close enough to reading a, a phone book. And
5: how's the shitting going? There you go, everybody. The Comedic stylings of Andy World. <laughs> Alexa, play apartment for sale by Lydia Tarr. <laughs>
1: apartment for sale yes. she's her sister in jail
6: that was that was brilliant that saying
1: i love yes. that saying. i feel like i feel like that's that's a moment where and it shouldn't be because um it shouldn't be because well number one it's kind of justified but number two uh you know i feel like that's the moment where she switches from like being an asshole and a genius to like kind of just mm-hmm. being an asshole like yeah. I feel like that's the yeah. like that's the moment in her cancellation, I guess, where uh she's just shattered any semblance of like uh coherence.
6: <laughs> yeah, but also the Todd Field uh, Todd Fields choice to include like you know, the, there's two other scenes prior to that scene with that you know, the mother and that um other woman. Yeah. Yep.
1: And, and she picks and her like, up off the ground and then
6: Yeah, yeah. And we can talk about it after the letterbox.
5: Last one, gotta separate the tar from the TARDIS.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay,
6: that's good.
5: That's uh, Griffin Newman of the Blank Check Podcast. Credit where credit's due. Uh, that's 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 a, that's, a good that's one. A good one. That's a good
8: one. Yeah, and the TARDIS, you know, and the TARDIS too. Why not? Yeah, yeah it's not
5: it's, time travel time is different. not in
8: this.
1: Well, uh, she no. was she was no uh, she was no bi-poc uh, pansexual, but you know, she <laughs> had, <laughs> he had her thing. <laughs>
6: at least she could keep right. her legs like straight not i'm, I'm sorry bag. nobody
1: no one says no. bipoc like i would know that i was being set up by <laughs> i love that this
5: is the thing that you're like I, I no, i'm not gonna let go
6: of it <laughs> oh, BIPOC. Oh, he's got the bipoc which is weird i think it's weird and the legs is just weird as fuck i'm just i do that when i'm having a serious like you know like an, i wouldn't do that in public i would walk away I, I also I
1: also think that this this movie kind of defies uh political interpretation, obviously. But it's funny to imagine that like uh conservatives doing like the culture war or whatever would probably love the the BIPOC pansexual scene where she just owns him and would love the uh you know the overall uh soft peddling, I guess, of cancel culture or like a reimagining of cancel culture, but would hate the fact that not soft peddling, but like you know what I mean, like uh, uh like kind of the re the reanalysis of cancel culture as more of a complicated yeah. thing. I think could mm. uh you know, at least like, the, 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 the more saying. intellectual side of uh conservatives and everyone else too, but I'm just saying like Yeah, the Daily like, Wire,
8: Justice for Leslie
1: Tar. <laughs> no, but like but but would also hate the fact that the main character is a lesbian woman and would also oh, uh, yeah. you know hate the fact that uh, you know, she's the, the well, daughter's like a refugee. I, I mean, like look at, look there's at just so, Rowling. There, there's multitudes to it.
8: Did, do yeah, you remember yeah. uh, in the in the '90s how like they were against J.K. Rowling because she was like summoning demons?
1: Yes, I just I and, just posted about that the other day. Catholics were the first people to. <laughs> and, and
8: now now they're all defending her.
1: Well, now they all pretend that they've read her book. Mm. Yes, like her books, and they're not allowed to. That's the whole oh, they're thing. All they're seen not the, movies, the Pope at one on. point. The Pope in yeah. the early '2000s, you know, a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, you're not allowed to read about witchcraft. Our kids are going to want to do witchcraft." And now they're like, "Well, I like her because she's saying, you know, we shouldn't turn our kids trans." Yeah, anyway, those right. are the yeah. letterbox yeah. one liners
5: for tar. Please follow the show, <laughs> robotic cellist. Always flock over there, putting the culture in cancel culture. Uh, <laughs> 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 extravaganza <laughs> that's that's him over there. I am Kona Neutron, the narcissism of small differences, reviewing all of the highbrow, midbrow, uh, populace who are following me along for the criterion challenge if you feel so inclined. Jay Andrew, happy indie acupuncture Really, world, uh, is watching all the weirdest stuff so you don't have sometimes I feel like you change your name just so, <laughs> just so I have to say it when I'm introducing you for the next thing and I'm okay with that. Uh, watch all the weirdest stuff so you don't have to. Or maybe so you can. Who am I to judge? Uh, use your tags or you don't. Renee Ruin uh, Grace's letterbox with her presence uh, now and again uh, drops in when she's not busy with her own stuff. Uh, she's on that biz as well all of those are available mm-hmm. on there j andrew world by Pakshakur. please take us away all
8: right you're watching us on youtube so please do those youtube things like comment subscribe hit the bell on the big ask as always watch the video to the end you get that great kona neutron song and that helps other movie fans find our content uh we are also on twitch right now so uh do the twitch things throw us a sub and uh whatever else they ask you to do over there to the um, one person <laughs> watching
1: to the to the one person watching on Twitch right now. <laughs> I,
8: I'm sure there's other uh, commands to give you. I just uh Christine has never given it to me.
5: Yeah. yeah. I I to, to be fair, I don't I think you can subscribe on Am- if you have Amazon Prime or something. I don't know, I still don't know. Cool. All right, yeah.
2: yes. Is that it? No. <laughs> No, but we're on various
8: social media sites. Uh, the big ones are Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So if you're on those places, please hit us up there. Um, follow us. And uh, we do have a uh, Twitter community. So um, uh, you can join us there and uh, occasionally see something funny, uh, like I will post uh, uh, polls
5: uh, from time to time
8: about uh, movies we're covering.
5: Yes, you do. And if you want to participate in those polls, we encourage it.
8: Yes. Uh, We do have a Patreon. Uh, The Patreon helps us out tremendously. And uh, you get the advantage of having access to after parties forever.
5: After party, not tonight. (laughs) We did a really long one on Tuesday. We really Mm -hmm. did. Boy, that was a long one. Uh, but yeah, with, that one was uh, with Katie Bolsonaro, and we, uh, uh, who's uh, of course an actor and a voting member of SAG, and we went through the Oscar nominees. So uh, very key to this m- uh, month of us covering the Oscar nominees, and we love Katie, and it was uh, a
6: great. Yeah. Time.
5: Yeah, and uh, Renee, you should invite her on your show.
6: Yes, I know. Yeah can you can you send me the link again so will do. That'd be great
5: but uh Conan. you're not doing it now right you're still gonna finish you're gonna finish no your no
8: because i cool. want to talk to you about
6: i just mean later you know
8: <laughs> yeah you no, can do it later
6: yeah. like,
8: <laughs> no we, we, bro, we need we need to talk about platonic reversal because sure it's a great show uh I especially agree. If you love music and, and uh yes. who you got coming on this week
5: well, I just had Rose Marshak of uh, uh, Poster Children, as I mentioned on Tuesday, who has um, a great book called "Play Like a Man," uh, and it's uh, really great. Uh, it's a great book, really great conversation. Rose has been on before. Uh, highly recommended. Folks, check that out. Still patron only for now. Going to the public feed on Monday. Uh, next week is Russell Simmons of a uh, John Spencer Blues Explosion and Service and Crunt. So, nice. that should be good.
8: Nice. Uh, and, and if you want access to that, sign up with uh, Conan's uh, Patreon. It's just $1, folks. $1 Just one dollar. get access to episodes early. It's For great.
1: just $1, you could get access to the the Patreon. <laughs>
5: <laughs> exactly. It's, it, even though it's in a funny voice, everything you said is true. <laughs> <laughs> you,
8: you can also, uh, if, you, if you need more Conan in your life, uh, in your ear holes, um, you can go to uh, utronfriends.bandcamp.com. And you can get uh, uh, Conan's music in various forms Uh, LP, ECD, and uh, uh, digital. Is that
5: enhanced CD? Is that what the ECD is? (laughs) Yeah. uh, And remember those? (laughs) Poster children down some of those. I talked about Rose that last night. Uh, yeah, um, all that's true. The latest single, which is off a uh, record coming out in the fall, is Cry Bully. digital only right now. So, Bandcamp and uh, Spotify, YouTube, all that stuff. But you can listen to it for free, but you can also give us money for it.
8: Also, has great artwork, so you definitely want to go check that and out. And J. Andrew World, happy
5: ending acupuncture, he did the artwork for it, just like he did for uh, the single The Commuter as well. Yes.
1: And for the uh, and, uh, happy happy ending uh, acupuncture, place. <laughs>
5: exactly. Uh... Renee's like they all look the same. And Andy's slightly like, glowery. I did all that work. It's my work. Damn it, does not look the same. <laughs> and uh, Rene, it, Rene, didn't expect you have... the hand job discourse. <laughs> yeah. Where's hand job Rene, discourse? Twitter, Twitter, step it up. Where's
1: where's hand job discourse?
5: I can't believe I said hand job discourse. <laughs> wow. Our okay. hand, hand jobs weird. canceled. The yeah, may I, this, I, ser- <laughs> I certainly hope not. <laughs> so,
8: so uh, Renee, you have you have a uh, podcast uh, that that's that's awesome with with uh, yeah, yeah. Our yeah. friend Bonnie. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so, trying um, to
8: not relate it to head jobs.
2: <laughs>
8: no,
6: um, yes. Yeah, so I have the night shift, um, which cast. is myself and. <laughs> um, jenna hayes and bonnie burden and um yeah we just finished wrapped up our fourth episode which was on carrie from 1979 um yeah it's it's a it's a big girly sleepover a lot of laughs and uh yeah a lot of hilarity ensues on that show so um i think primarily our audience is male but we welcome all (laughs) but yeah it's it's a good um, show yeah, it's yes. been fun, and um, we're looking forward to doing, um, coming up, we've got a few ideas with some new ones, but um, yeah, we're going to do an Australian film coming up, because the girls are both really keen um, on doing something Aussie, so I'm going to pull hey, Jake, something. Uh, Hunt the for the Wilder film. People
5: or something? Going to do like a, a pre Priscilla, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. No,
6: I'm thinking more, no, How it's going to be, be, be a horror. horror. It's going to be, be, be a horror
5: there
8: we
6: go so yeah whatever
8: that was in australia
6: (laughs) yeah 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 um yeah so that that's sort of a once a month thing at the moment um yeah very consistent
5: i've enjoyed every episode that i've seen so far and i have no doubt that the carry one's gonna be great it's right down the line well that one
6: just happened but yeah it was good i haven't
5: seen it yet so it doesn't exist yet until i see it yeah
6: okay Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Um, I've seen so the other yeah, ones out. We'll be announcing, yeah, like what the next one will be soon. So that'll be awesome. Um, and then the only other, um, I'm working on an audio podcast at the moment, so I'm hoping in March that will launch. So I'll keep everyone posted on that one. Um, and then I also have an interview um, podcast coming up uh, on Diane uh, Diane Pernett's uh, website. If you don't know who that is, she's an incredibly – goth, um, haute couture, fashion designer. She's a bit oh, nice. of it and a bit in France. Um, and uh, the author, JK, JT Leroy, a.k.a. Laura Albert, is doing a, um, runs a literary uh, podcast on her site. And so we're going to be on there. And She's interviewing me. So I'll nice. keep you posted on that one as well. That'll be fun. That sounds it. And uh, then I'll be here next week. Doing- oh yeah, 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 yeah. On on, on moving extra yeah. to Antarctica, discussing uh Fablemans yes. uh, Doing Fablemans. Yes.
1: Doing, doing Fablemans discourse. <laughs> doing doing yes.
5: Discourse. Uh, Renee just reminded me, uh I we kind of Segue out my plugs before I can mention it. I'm going to be on uh, Mike Watt show, the Watt from Pedro show uh, tomorrow. Oh. That, that so yes. that'll be good. That's my second time I'm going to be on it, and obviously Mike Watt of the Minutemen, you know, Firehose, uh, the Stooges, <laughs> like, like I'd be like one of the all timers, right? Well, you don't so want to be
1: a Minuteman, uh, you know, when you got your happy ending acupuncture going on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly,
5: exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it's I, I mean that's a pretty big deal, and it's especially uh, humbling to be asked a second time. Uh,
8: to be on so excited for that i'll That's let awesome. everyone know when that posts excellent um awesome. i got one last plug here uh this this movie does cover suicide and um uh it's also oscar month and oscars remind me of my friend eric who deeply deeply loved uh you know this this uh this season and um uh i truly miss uh every single episode that he is not here in some form to to, to join us about this because uh, yeah, I greatly miss him for that. Um, but uh, if you're hurting out there or you feel the need um, uh, to, to, to reach out to somebody, there are people out there who care. Um, uh, th- there are places to go. Um, but uh, I have a list of telephone numbers where you can start. Uh, uh, you can call from just about any t- uh, phone here in the United States, uh, 988, um, or text uh, from your cell phone if you need to. Uh, and that will get you somebody. But you can also call 1-800-273-8255. And that'll get you the national suicide hotline. Um, Also, uh, there's a trans uh, suicide hotline at uh, 1-877-565-8860. So you know you're not alone and that there's people there that understand what you're going through. Um, For LGBTQ youth. Um, there's a there's also a number uh, there, especially for you, uh, 1-866-488-7386. Uh, and finally, if you're a veteran out there uh, who needs some help, uh, 1-800-273-8255, and then press 1. Thank you.
6: There you go. Thank you. All I right. Just, well, uh, yeah. A second, I just want to second Andy on that, um, that uh, I just lost someone to suicide last week, so um. I just like to say as well, if you're watching from Australia, um, you can go to uh, sane.com and access a free counselor on the spot via chat. Um, There's also lifeline as well. And beyond blue, all of which have instant chat um, and counseling services immediately if you need or feel the need to speak to somebody.
1: All right. Uh, Thanks. Um, But Renee, final thoughts. Anything, anything you want to add for the on this
6: movie? Um, Final thoughts is like this is just a great film. Like I said, um, I the time the time flew for me. I felt like I was completely immersed and involved in the story. Um, Mostly, you know, not I guess in the craft itself. It's just an amazingly well done film, and it tackles so many issues as well as cancel culture, but does it in a way that I think really looks at things from a wider lens rather than a more specific like pinecone kind of view where it's like this is this is what it is, which is what we've seen I guess in the media and um, on television and film of late when people are talking about right. cancel culture. It's very pinhole. Very uniform, culture. yeah. Yeah and I think that you know this this very much brings to light a, a lot of a lot of the issues and a lot of the things that go on behind the scenes and I think and it's a, an, an amazing role reversal by by making it a female and I just yeah like I said never knew I really was interested in conducting and became incredibly yeah like just yeah just sitting there staring and the, the way this film is shot is just so beautiful and makes you feel like you are actually a part of it um, and yeah Kate Blanchett is incredible and like just mind-blowing one of one of one of her best films so far I think to date in terms of just just an outstanding performance um, all around like living and breathing that character and not for one second do you doubt that she is Lydia Tarr. And I think that that, that and is And i And I'm, I'm not even
1: sure that she doubted uh, while filming it. She <laughs> <laughs> no, right, right, right. exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. She, uh, she talked From about it. Daniel day it.
6: Lewis She spent nine months learning how to conduct yeah, she definitely became that person, and it shows. So, yeah. And
1: that's why she went on um, a – uh, she's in trouble, I guess. Not trouble, but, like, uh, I guess it was controversial. Tyra's <laughs> <Towers>
5: canceled. <laughs> she, well,
1: actually, she – you know, Kate Blanchett got off the set and then groomed someone. No, I'm kidding. But she got, she got into shit, her uh, declaring that, that cancel culture should be over or something recently. Like, she's yeah. like, cancel culture, enough of this bullshit or something. And I was like, I feel like that's another way of, uh, you know, uh, grabbing that character, you know oh
6: 100 yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) maybe it's maybe it's remnants left over from (laughs) from the transformation into lydia tar She's come out guns a blazing but um i think everyone has their you know i mean everyone's getting tired of of the level of cancel culture and how far it is it's stretching now so i think movie
1: is the uh the multitudes of madness
2: you
6: know? yeah so this Before- this maybe bring, brings a bit more perspective in in the sense that what you're seeing and hearing about isn't necessarily a one-sided black and white situation right. and i think that's something that you know a lot of people don't think about and i think that maybe the reason it is a woman is because it's easier to kind of put it frame it in a completely different scenario for some people to actually view it a different way
1: and it's it's also a story of misconduct but not uh not ah, I see what you did there. yeah but like, yeah yeah no it's, it's misconduct but not criminal offense right like it's uh <laughs> right. yeah
6: exactly yes it's
5: about yeah. conduct and misconduct and yeah it. it's crazy <laughs> uh, but, uh, misconducting b- b- before before we move on for final thoughts because it is oscar month uh renee Tar's up for best picture, it's up for director, actress, uh, screenplay, editing, and cinematography. Uh, what do you think its chances are? Uh, in the Oscars,
6: I, um, I, I definitely think, um, Kate as best actress is a definite it's either um, her or
5: Michelle, it's either ooh. her or Michelle Yeoh, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, and I think, um,
5: did and we have to Michelle, riot if it Michelle if it's won. Michelle Michelle Yo no Michelle Yo from uh, every, Oh every, every, you know, look
6: I Michelle Yo like I've said this we said we were place. gonna riot
5: remember we said we're gonna riot if she doesn't win so we got to yeah
6: and I, I look <laughs> if, if, if we've got Michelle Yo I want Michelle Yo to win Um I'm gonna say that hands down but if we're gonna go with second place like I would definitely say Kate it's it's but Michelle Yo really,
2: this would be her best year. Yeah, it, this it, would
8: be her year. What's it for, By
1: Austin Butler
6: in a female he's...
1: wig.
2: <laughs>
6: so, so far we've seen we've seen her racking everything up. So, you know, I think it. There's a lot to suggest she may be Michelle. may be taking that home.
5: And I think. Uh, uh, and if not,
6: uh, I hope it's Kate. Yeah,
5: yeah, I, th- I think those are the only two. Like, it- it's it's a two woman race, really, at this point. I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, I- I- and we-, we could talk more about that. And we have, and I'm sure we will. But uh, I don't think it has much of a chance for best picture, as much I think it's a great picture. I think Todd Field mm-hmm. might you might hear about Todd field and director if, it, if they don't just give yes. it to Spielberg, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I yeah. mean,
1: they're, they're going to make a big deal about this being his first uh, outing at all uh, in 16 years, because the last time it's huge. he was he nominated was great, yeah. for uh, best adapted screenplay, he was yep. nominated. Uh, and then, you know, the two lead actors or two of the lead actors were nominated or yep. lead actress and uh, best supporting actor um, were nominated. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but Conan, let's hear those final thoughts.
5: Yeah, yeah. So uh, this movie is awesome. It's a film about being an artist and being toxic and the toxicity of those in positions of privilege and their perceived inoculations against consequence. Uh, Lydia Tarr is fantastic at what she does and the absolute worst to almost everybody, uh, especially those that dare get close to her. And she's also like everybody, as I mentioned earlier, the hero of her own story. And Cate Blanchett does a career best performance here, straight up. Uh, she embodies the generational talent falling from grace and reaping consequences that many previous conductors never would have. Uh, it's not my favorite movie of the year, but it is a damn good one. Yeah. And Thank it's kind
1: of crazy that Lydia Tarr is the real person. I feel like she is at this point. It,
5: it feels mm-hmm. like it, it, there's you know, a Mandela it, effect it made, thing, right? I
6: thought it was. Like, I yeah. actually had to double Google because I was like, I know this is fictional.
5: Yeah. We were like looking like it up like no,
6: was it? But nice? I'm still the name? Because like, I feel like she's real.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like by the way, it's kind of
1: it's kind of awesome that her spelling. real her real name in this is uh Linda Tar. Like you find out that like Lydia Tar is not even her real name, it's her real like name. Yeah,
2: stage righteous. name.
1: Like that's kind of yeah. a, a – but I like that they don't hammer you over the head with it, like you just kind of find yeah. it out in the last little bit. It's of like time. George Santos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he maybe maybe she comes back as a congresswoman, a Republican congresswoman. Hey Cong- Congresswoman <laughs> Tar. And she's, you know, she, she conducts those hearings. Um, Andy, final thought. I,
8: I know um, <laughs> one of the things that I, I uh, uh, really drew me into the film besides all the other things that we talked about was uh, the thought of imagining hearing those performances in those rooms, because mm. uh, those rooms acoustics look like they're going to be fucking amazing. And mm. uh uh, I, I uh, absolutely do love to go see a show with gorgeous acoustics, uh, you know, j- just to hear that sound, just bounce off the walls and right into your ear.
1: Which I should say, it's not, um, it wasn't filmed at the Berlin Philharmonic. It was filmed at a, um, at, there's another city in, uh, in in Germany that they filmed it at, but I'm trying to find the name of it really quick. Um, it's at the Culture uh, the, the Palace, Culture Palace Durefanung or something like, uh, it's in Dresden. The Culture Palace is the yeah. uh, Dresden, the main, the main one.
8: Well, I, I mean, like the Egg up in, uh, you know, Albany of all places has like this, this amazing room that, that. Uh, I just, you- I just wanted
1: to show this because it's, it's uh, beautiful as fuck. Um, yeah.
5: And he's talking about an egg. I don't know what's happening. Here.
1: Yeah, yeah,
8: it's, it's a, it's a venue.
5: Uh, That's cool. That's awesome.
8: Yeah, no,
1: it, the, the Egg is when you go to Albany. You've, you've gone to you've I played it.
5: Albany but I did not go to a place to look like this what we played looked this. Like oh no this is this no this <laughs> is
1: no this is this is the place the movie was shot at uh the, oh
5: gotcha oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay.
1: the egg in Albany is literally like a giant egg like yeah like, And
8: the big theater like this does not have the good acoustics it's a smaller room off to the side
2: gotcha.
8: um okay. the, the 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 room with the good uh the big room um I saw the MP Giants in and the acoustics were fine uh nothing to write home about but uh i saw eddie from ohio in the uh, smaller room and and uh it was just incredible because like like you know their harmonies with great acoustics uh is, is something that could knock yeah. your socks off um uh so so like
5: I, that's like a place we played with McCluskey in portland the Re- revolution holland like it was like you know seated theater and they could it was it's a weird oh, experience you when you're around this is the egg yeah
2: this
1: that's the, the egg, egg.
5: cool Thanks. It's when you drive into
1: Albany, like can't miss it. It's like the, it's like on the same uh, rotunda area as like the Capitol is. Kind of, it's like in that area. Like, uh, you know, I, I actually worked Sweet. there for a summer, not the egg, but like at the Capitol. Yeah. Uh, did Virginia, you ever go to Bombers? Uh, I did. Yeah.
8: Yeah. My uh, my friend's uncle owns that place.
1: Oh wow! All right, um, I, I I went there uh, when I was uh, waiting for like because it was just when I was 21 or I was 22 or something. I was waiting for my friend that lived in Albany to pick me up and like drive me back to Newports. So I like sat there for an entire like uh, two hours waiting for this dude to pick me up.
5: Like in a in a barber chair, like eating a hot dog. <laughs> Okay, All Quiet on the Western Front is our next episode on Tuesday with Lauren Shenard who's uh, uh, hasn't been on in a while between this and the Fableman's episode that Renee's coming back on. Just mentioning that for folks that are paying attention because of the Oscar stuff that is next
4: episode. Because right. you're talking and about barber chairs
5: and up. I'm like, I, I don't know why oh, This but, is
1: gonna yeah. end up by at least at least by tomorrow, uh, cut into one episode and you know <laughs> uh, because we have the, the two parts, but I'm gonna leave this up, I think. because um, why not? All right. Well, we'll be back for All Quiet on the Western Front. You know, uh, on Tuesday. You know, better that than women talking, I guess.